Okay, dog, funky, yeah, the, the, the dot went solo on that ass, but it still looks same. Long Beach is the spot where I serve my cane. Follow me, follow me, follow me, follow me, but don't lose your grip. Nine trips ain't the year for me to fuck up, shit. So I ain't holding up back, and motherfucker, I got five on the 20s. Like, it's like that, and that's a matter of fact. What's a touch, Cause I never hesitate to put a nigga on his back. Shit, I be talking about yeah. half rapping ass motherfuckers. You think it's a game? You think it's a fucking game? Come on! Recording Della Talk Season 10, Episode 8. Hey man, next time can I do the opener? Nigga, <laughs> you can open any day. Who cares? Nah, it just means a lot to me because you know, 10, 10 plus 9 is 21. But this is the 8th one. Yeah, I'm saying for the next one. Oh, I was about to say this nigga uh, missing days already. Um, nah, just like uh, Nicki Minaj, I ain't missing no meals. Mmm. <laughs> I don't even think she's the person who says that. Who did say that? <laughs> I think Beyonce <laughs> said that. Beyonce did not say that. I'm pretty, I don't know. I, like, I don't really... Yo, does Beyonce talk? I don't really indulge in uh, Nicki Minaj's lyrics. Beyonce said something? I don't know. She said something in Hove yesterday, I'm sure. Uh, nah, but like, I've never heard Beyonce talk. Period. Just look up on her interviews, nigga. There's a bunch of them. Here's my theory. I don't think that's her. What do you think? This is the Gucci Man clone? Nah, you know what a deep fake is? Uh, is that like, you know, when Bin Laden had like six niggas that look just like him? <laughs> no, no. You know what I'm talking about, like, though, right? Like, Yes, yes, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> they have the doppelgangers. This is a deep fake is like, you'll be watching a video, right? Um, And the person's face, it'll start slowly morphing into like another human being. And like, your brain can't recognize it, but then when you do recognize it, it's super unsettling. So what I'm saying is, is that every video of Beyonce ever isn't real. <laughs> we about to get killed by the Beehive. But um, nah, our, what our what videos do you be watching? Deep fakes. What the fuck is that? Listen, bro. If you type it in the wrong browser, you might get porn. So just like be careful. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't say nothing to me because I'm not Googling that shit. Say that to these niggas. Um, we'll get right into it. DMX, Snoop Dogg versus Battle. Yo, this battle. This is one for the this, books. This this is the book, bro. This is the fucking book. Like, this, if this, the verses was a textbook, this would be on the cover. All right. So, okay, we'll, we'll get, we'll get to, directly to that question. Was this the best one for you so far? This was... I, I watched the whole thing. Yeah, I me too. I can't say that about any other one. I watched the whole thing. I watched... It was great. It was super enjoyable. I watched all Primos, all Jill Scott's and, um, and Erica Badu, and I watched what I could of the Bounty Killer one, because that shit was long as fuck. 
Yeah, but that one was a lot of fun. Yeah, the, I think I think the bounty killer was like the funnest one, but this one was like the best one of you see like two niggas catalogs that was like oh nah like I think a lot of people who thought that Snoop well I didn't really count count I counted a little bit and then I stopped. I think a lot of people who thought that Snoop was gonna watch DMX realized what DMX and what it DMX is. I still think Snoop won, but it wasn't that you watched. Yeah, well, I, like I, I figured, like you know, it was gonna be. I told you, I think it was. I thought, I thought like it was gonna be like a twelve eight thing or something like that. I thought it was gonna be really close, like nine eleven or something like that. Twelve eight is such like the like um the respectful. <laughs> it's such a, like the respectful score to give the verses. If, like, you, that, that shit was phenomenal, though, nigga. Yeah, I just want somebody like yo. Say with your chest, like you want him to win fifteen five. Just say it. <laughs> yeah, but I knew Snoop wasn't gonna win fifteen five. It's there's always somebody who uh, the the like the masses have like fucked up or like uh, forget about. I think I think both of the people in this in this one with Snoop and DMX are forgotten about. Like Snoop to me. I think a lot of people see Snoop for what he is now and not, like, the fucking MC that he was back then. And the same right, shit with they, X. They just see him with a picture of Martha Stewart. And yeah, like, like, that. Oh. Like a lot of people know Snoop now, or like, or, like, not that they know Snoop now. Like, the young kids definitely know Snoop more from, like, you know... They uh, recognize him for, like, different things. Like, like for movie. smoking and, like, you know, yeah. like, with Wiz and shit like that. But, like, even the older niggas, like, you'll see, like, people be like, oh, shit, I forgot he had this fucking record. Because the brain just wiped with a little baby, aka the best rapper out right now. I did tell you that that uh, Swiss was gonna have make sure the DMX didn't play yo, one bad record. Nah, that's not yo. <laughs> that's not fair. They tag team Snoop on that one. Part. I told you they're not gonna let him play one bad record. There wasn't one bad record played on there, and there wasn't one record that DMX didn't counter well with. Yo, they had a strategy on that shit, like... 1,000%. I, I believe that they had planned this, like, in a fort two weeks before, and they were like, all right, if he plays this, you have to. 100%. 1,000%. Uh, Jada Kids would tell you that he was planning for... He was on the Joe shit. He told you, like, I was, I've been planning for, like, two weeks against Fab. I don't know what the fuck yeah. they were doing, but I was planning. And that's Fab. Like, you wildin'. Like, Jada had... Okay, when he plays the girl record, I'm playing this. And with the DMX shit, with the DMX and Snoop, what I realized, like, I realized, because I wrote it down here, I think around, round nine, I started to realize, because in the, in the beginning, I think on number two, uh, round two, where they played, you have the list up? No, I, I, don't I have it. Okay, round two, Snoop Dogg played Who Am I? And that's the What's My Name, which is like, phenomenal, that, that record's never not going to be good. Um, a strong number two. And then DMX played What's My Name, right? And what I've noticed through going down the rounds is that, like, like you said, Swiss had a, a good... Uh, Swiss and DMX both had, like, okay, when he plays this, I'll play this. But what I noticed is that DMX and Snoop are the same type of artist, just on two different coasts. Except Snoop just got to graduate and DMX got to be, you know, DMX had his troubles. Like, for me, they they have, like, the same type of records. Whenever Snoop played uh, Beautiful, DMX played How's It Going Down. Whenever uh, Snoop played Who Am I, What's My Name, X played What's My Name. Like, they have, like, mad similar records. Yeah, I, think that, I think that's more of a, akin to, like, uh, the time and the era that their music was coming out. And well, when those yeah, that, that's what I was thinking, out. too, though. 
Yeah, because like you can pull up a lot of songs that sound similar, but maybe not to that caliber of quality. No, I don't mean like they sound similar. I just mean like basically DMX is the East Coast Snoop, and Snoop is the is the uh, West Coast DMX to me. Like they're very similar. Like when um, like it's kind of like when Jill and Erica. Like, okay, they're both, like, you know, the neo-soul gospel. Not not gospel, but neo-soul, like, soul R&B. So, right, right. like, they they have records that have the same meaning is what I mean. Like, they'll have records that, that like, you know, where it would be, like, you know, where they healed from a guy. That would be the subject matter. And then Erica have the same one. But it's just that's two different of, brains. That's a lot of people's catalogs. It is a lot of people's catalog, but it's a it's a lot more similar with Snoop and DMX to me, as yeah, I, I as I noticed when I was going down the rounds. Um, their their style is like completely different. Though. Oh no, their styles are completely different, one hundred percent. Their approach to like maybe the same topic is, uh, two sides of a coin, and so is like their flow and all that. Yeah. Um. I would just say Snoop is... But the thing is, like, this is what I'm saying where they got Snoop fucked up because the reason why I say DMX and Snoop really early on were, like, you know, kind of similar is because they both had the same aggression. All those records that Snoop played from the early 90s to the... Before he got with Pharrell, basically, when it was all Dre shit. Like, every record on that shit starts one eight seven on the cow. <laughs> every record starts with that shit. Like, now you see Happy Go Lucky Snoop. That was just a reflection of his life, bro. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I one one got to evolve. Dmx got to evolve a lot later. Is what I, that's all yeah. I'm saying. No, nah, but Dmx looks super happy. Like, can we talk about that? He looks good. One hundred percent. That like that like that on record. Hold on. Before we go to the breakdown, record. What what which one was it where I, where I put it on here? Um. Like I I just stopped counting and I just played that I just literally I wrote round seven love man like that's it was just straight love when when Snoop and DMX were ad libbing each other's records nah, and and, and being each other's hype man I, but right away uh, the first thing I think that everybody noticed when DMX walked on stage was like this nigga's fat he's not fat he's just but the. Know, he- but you can't metabolize. It doesn't have the same metabolism. But what you what you fail to realize is when a person is uh, has a lot of substance abuse, you know that that's you when that's when you're skinny. But when you uh, become sober, you start to you start to balloon up. Yeah. Funny, funniest shit. But like this, is how I knew this was gonna be like the most iconic one so far. Snoop was just there. He was like, oh, shit, we live. He got on the mic. And he was like, where's DMX at? DMX walks through the fucking uh, the room. And Snoop was like, I'm going to go fuck up some chicken. We got some Kane's chicken strips. And I'm like, all right, cool. Snoop fucking up chicken. Then And then <laughs> DMX responds to him saying, <laughs> Snoop told that nigga, yo, you want some of this before I fuck it up? And DMX was like, nah, I got now later. <laughs> and Snoop immediately responds with, well, nigga, give me one. <laughs> That shit right there, once once I saw that shit, that's like a different time in hip-hop. Nah, because to be eating now later at your big age, like, it's different. That's the funniest shit to me. It's like, yo, these I, niggas... I don't even know where you find now later. Like, you go to any corner store for now later. Any corner store, any hood, there's going to be now later in a big bucket for like 25 cents a now later. That's a big old scam. They're not worth 25 cents. They're definitely not worth 25 cents. I don't know how much it is now. When when I was younger, when I was like maybe, when I used to eat those shits before, like before when I was walking to school and I used to get them from the corner store, then there was like, 
15 cents a uh, uh, annihilator or 10 cents a annihilator. And then they used Wait. to have the the bubble gum, the, you know, the bubble yeah, gum, yeah. the hubba bubba? Bubble gum, hubba bubba bubble gum. Yeah, they used to have that for 5 cents too, I think. Like, that's the, that's the thing. I used to get a lot of shit for 50 cents back then. Whenever I had a loose tooth, I would just get annihilator and that shit would be solved. <laughs> Yo, pause before I say this. But if you really had a loose tooth, you'd get that uh, that caramel, um, the, like lollipop. That's just oh, called the uh, the Big Daddy. That's what it's called. Pause. Nah, I never had a Big Daddy. Nah, you never had you never had Sugar Babies either. No, it's a Sugar Baby. Sugar Babies is basically uh, just like a a texturized M and M, but it's all caramel. Nah, hard pass. I look, man. I fuck with caramel. That shit'll fuck me up. When I, I guess I'm thinking with my adult brain. Well, yeah, yeah. you gotta think about it. I was super young. I couldn't eat that yeah. shit now, nigga. <laughs> well, I could eat that shit now. Like ever I don't really. I got, ever since I got permanent teeth, I haven't had an hour later. I don't. Nah, I've had an hour later. <laughs> very, very recently, I think I've had an hour later. Like I'm traumatized by that shit. Now I had an hour later when we was in New York last time. Yo, is it important that your shorty knows how to cook? Not necessarily. All right. I'm sorry. I, uh, there's some. Uh, there's something in the background in the TV. I just read it. It caught my eyes. And I one to one of us has to know how to cook. That's all. Yeah, but it doesn't matter who it is. French, you could throw down some French toast. I seen you. I could throw down way more than French toast now. After during quarantine, I could throw way more down the French toast. Yo, you want to? You want to? You want to speak on it? I mean, what do you want to know? <laughs> I don't know, bro. What's the look? I I know you're not one of those like fancy schmancy type of dudes, but do you ever try to make your plates like the chefs do? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. And I garnish it and then have like, you know, yeah, yeah when we when um I made the patacon, uh I got the the mayo ketchup and did that spoon trick that they do where you smear it. Where you smear it, yeah, on the yeah. plate. I've done that before uh, for that's, sure. That's just legendary. For sure. If, if, if I'm just fucking around, like I'll do it. Like people people like there's been times where I mix shit, like especially when I go to New York or something, when I just mix shit up and niggas would be like, "Yo, you high?" And I'm like, "You niggas know I don't smoke." Yo, one of my favorite shits to do is that, you know, when you go to like a Spanish restaurant and the yeah. rice comes in like in, in a shape, mm-hmm. and they put it in. I love doing that. I'll put it in another container. Oh, in the cup? The plate. Yeah. yeah. I do. The, I, I, I like the optics of that 100%. Uh, yeah, you, if you want to hear a good a good mix that I do when I go to New York, there's this place called uh, Tony's. It's a pizzeria, but you know, in New York, they sell everything. And we'll get back to the DMX and Snoop shit. Um, I type in Tony's New York, my computer's going to crash. 1,000%. Um, it's on Fulton Street for help for whoever uh, wants to know about that. She's on Fulton Street, right by the train, uh, right by the J train shit. Uh, I forgot which what stop that is. That now nah, it's not fucking Myrtle. That's <laughs> deep, nigga. Um, but yeah, so they make everything. The owners are Mexican, so they have they have some of the best tacos I've ever eaten at over there. Um, but. What I go pizza tacos and not them just not pizza tacos, but no, they make like authentic tacos because they're actually Mexican. The people who own it. So I I go there one day and I had eaten almost everything because I was there for almost like a month doing an internship or some shit like that already. So I go in there and I'm like, I want a gyro. I want some fries too. So I got the gyro combo, but I was like, I told her I was like, hey, get everything of the gyro. Cook it up, put all the sauce, mix it, and just throw it on top of the fries just to make a loaded gyro fries. That's fire. And then I had the pita on the side, so I'll just like break pieces of it, mix it with some fries and the gyro shit, and just eat it with hot sauce and shit. That shit was fire. 
No, that shit do sound fire. That shit was super fire. And there were crinkly fries too fresh? Oh, them shits was crazy. Uh, nah, yo, crinkly fries, bottom tier. Bottom tier. One of the worst fries. I think a lot of people will agree with you in that sense. I like certain crinkle fries. I don't I like... I will say... Because you, like, appre- you like I Shake Shack. Shake- no, 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 no. I, I like eating fries when I have a burger. So that's the type of fry that Shake Shack offers. So I you like. don't enjoy J- Shake Shack's fries? They're bottom tier. Just... So you don't enjoy him? They're not that enjoyable. Don't do this, cause that was the most retarded conversation I've ever had in my life, bro. Look, they're kind of ass, but I, I'm enjoyable. <laughs> like, yo, but yeah, keep, keep going. Uh, you, you were saying about the um, the crinkle the fries crinkle, or whatever. I can appreciate that, like, if you dip in the crinkle fry into something, yeah, like, they hold on to the sauce. Yeah, I can, I can cause of the that, crevices. Like, yeah, cause of the. <laughs> yo, you gotta say pause. <laughs> Why? I could be talking about a girl, nigga. <laughs> oh, yeah, but you're not. You're talking about boy pussy, and I know it. Hey, come on. I got to cut that. No, you don't. <laughs> I was talking about fries, <laughs> nigga. But yeah, keep going. Yeah, fries bottom, uh, crinkle fries bottom tier. They're right, even below we, uh, waffle fries. We have stumbled onto a good topic. We'll get back. I'm getting back to the DMX and Snoop shit, because we cannot overlook how meaningful that was. Um... Give me your top fries then. If you think crinkle fries are trash, uh, I'm a big fan of steak cut fries, right? And then, uh, oh my god, what? I like steak. Look, that's not a fry that I don't like. That's that's one of the times that you're gonna tell. That's those are one of the times where people who say that I'm picky are are gonna say that I'm not. Like I'm, I don't I don't mind any. I'm with every fry. All right, I'm a big fan of. Um, I don't know what style you would call this, but you know, uh, the Five Guy Fry. Or it's just like the clean cut salty potato. Yeah, it's just the natural cut fry. Nat. Okay, I'm gonna go with natural cut. Uh, is this in order? No, 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 no. Oh no, no, no! I need uh, order, bud. Let's get this order. I need order. Cause, cause if like natural, natural cut is number one for me. Okay, all right. That's not a bad fry. That's that's, that's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Then probably a toss up between the steak. And like the the skinny fry, not too skinny. Like the McDonald's fry. The McDonald's fry. Yeah. That's a good one. And then we're gonna go waffle, and then mm-hmm. we're gonna go curly, and then we're gonna go crinkle. Okay. This is the thing. You have your list is pretty backwards. Your list is you, cause you have a different view on things. Like anything that everybody likes is opposite with you. So this guy called me backwards. It's it's hella backwards. You live in an alternate universe. Uh. People hate steak cut fries. Dude, I don't know why. I enjoy them because I like the texture of the potato. Yeah, it's nice and soft. Exactly. Like, to me, people who don't like steak cut fries, you just don't like that potato as much. Like, you just want straight fried crisp. Yeah, you just want the crunch. You can go eat eat, uh, fucking steak and shake fries. For those those up north, steak and shake is like a diner, and they have, like, really, really thin cut fries, kind of like the crisp that they put on top of the... The hot dogs on um, Colombian hot dogs. You might as well eat paint chips with salt. Basically, um, the other the others I think that they'll vary very well. Like I think I think crinkle cut would be a lot higher in a lot of people's lists. I think the McDonald's fry would be number one on people's list a lot, like that type of fry. And then the yeah, natural I cut I think would be like third. For for me, cut. if you you get me a really good waffle fry, I'll take that over anything most of the time. Um, oh, you like the turtle back? Huh? Oh, like I get it now. I get what you're talking about. 
I'll get, I'll put that one or like you know a natural cut or a regular fry almost always. All right, what kind of French fry is Snoop Dogg? McDonald's. What kind of French fries, DMX? Natural cut. Very similar, but two different tastes. Mm, you know what? I'm with you. Very similar, but two different tastes. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to answer this I gotta answer this call real quick. This guy. That was I, not a punch in. I was in. saying that if you call somebody a curly fry, you should get punched out. Okay. There is another one that... I I will be in the in the least popular side of it. I enjoy curly fries a lot. Nah, bro, they just if they're just crisp. I don't, I, don't, I don't get their purpose, bro. They they're really hard to dip. And I'm oh no no they are they are. I'm not one of those people, one of those maniacs who puts like the sauce on top. Oh hell no hell! I was just gonna ask you, do you put ketchup on top or on the? Uh, it goes on the side. I don't know how niggas can put ketchup on top of shit like. No way. That shit drives me... Like, on fries specifically, like, if you put it on fries, how do you eat that shit when every time you go to get that fry, there's going to be ketchup all over your hand right. and it will get soggy? To anyone who does that, I know they don't clean the house. I do <laughs> there, There's probably clothes everywhere. Dude, the cups. They we, got the mad water bottles on the nightstand. We know somebody that does both. Does what? Both. Do, does does dip? Yet? Does dip and on top. Nah, they just... They just want a stomachache from all that. No, crap. no, no. I don't mean like together. I mean like they do. They do both. Like they, they said that it depends on what type of fry it is. They'll do a different kind. This man's thinking too much. <laughs> yeah, uh, clearly. Um, but yeah, if I had to put, that's what I'm saying. Like to me, fries. There's no bad fry to me. Like as long as as long as it's not like you know like they dropped it in the oil before it got um hot. It got hot. And like soaked, uh, then I'll I'll be okay with it. That's fair. I will say that I will agree with you. There's no bad fries. Some fries are just better than others. Yeah, like everybody has a preference with food. Food is very hard for a lot of people to agree on, except like you know pizza and pasta, yeah, like, and even and like even pussy. then, some people don't like pizza. It's like pussy. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, but. <laughs> That was that 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 is a good. Uh, no, nah, I wasn't. I'm not like stumbled on what you said. I don't give a fuck. Like, yes, that is that does make sense. Um, but there's a big population of people that don't like pussy. Um, yeah, I rock with them. Um, what? Okay, what? This is what I was thinking of. What fry? Yo, you cut you cut out. What fry are you like? Fuck that! Like, if they bring it to me, like. Only way I'm eating that is if I'm extremely hungry. Other than that, I'm leaving it. You know. Not I. I have a specific place. Oh, from a place I will I will protest and boycott the steak and shake fries. I'll throw away PDQ fries before I do steak and shake fries. Nah, their fries I, are I, trash. I, I know what you're talking about. They're mad dry for some reason, <laughs> bro. Like, like, what are you? They I, air fry them shits or something. Yeah. I've never been made thirstier by a food than by PDQ fries. This is what like, I'm saying. I enjoy most fries, right? Mm-hmm. When I get a PDQ anything, mm-hmm. I always switch the side for the apple and the and the caramel the dip. dip. Yeah, and the toffee dip. Fire. No, no way I'm getting those fries are trash, bro. Nah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I feel like even with the right sauce, they're irredeemable, but it's tough. 
It's tough. It's ugh, bro, I don't know what they're doing with their fries. They must. They, they just don't. They I don't, I don't feel real. They must be. Those chips must be made out of malanga or something. <laughs> but you even got to think about it like this. McDonald's has a better fry than you. McDonald's has like the cornerstone fry, bro. You think so? I haven't had Mc, I haven't had McDonald's in forever. So anytime that I've eaten, well, last time I ate McDonald's had to be a good, I don't know, eight, seven years ago maybe. And when I ate that shit, like I just ate fries, and that shit like killed my stomach. Well, yeah, bro, it's not greasy, it's salty, like, and it's gonna live in your body forever. So, I all right, think, I think you gotta take in the flavor. Best fast food fry. Best fast food fry? Yeah. I'm going with Fivey Guys. I, I'm, I will champion their... I will put on a cape for their French fries. I like Shake Shack's fries, bro. The crinkle cut, man. That I Shake Shack fry with the cheese sauce is unstoppable, bro. I, I, yo, you eat your French fries first before your burger? Or, like, you do burger first or you do burger, fry, burger, fry? Or uh, what? This, or, this is the order that I'll get in, into. It would be... Um, as I'm unwrapping my burger, or I don't eat burgers, so as I'm unwrapping my chicken sandwich, I'll eat okay. a few fries, and then I'll then I'll bite into my sandwich, and then I'll then I'll start you know wavering like fry burger, fry burger or whatever okay. you know. I'm I'm not a person that like eats all of one thing and then saves the rest. I usually get done with my sandwich first and then finish the rest of it, but there won't be as much as like I didn't leave them all there because I want everything at like. It's maximum level of, like, heat. I don't let anything get cold. Yeah. My thing is with the cheese fries is that if you leave that cheese alone for, like, eight seconds, yeah. it's over. It's over. Okay, number one rule when you go to Shake Shack, never put the cheese on top. Get the cheese on the side. Nah, you, you're preaching to me now. I, I didn't... Get the, you always get the cheese on the side when you go to Shake Shack because, one... There's always got there. There's like some fat nigga in the back or something. I don't know who puts the cheese on top. That just smothers that shit in cheese. Like I love that cheese and I love cheese, but that's too much. When you get the cup, they give you a decent sized cup and they give you they like and then it still it still holds the heat so it doesn't harden either. Yeah, if I could, if I can go back right now and dip into the cheese, my yeah. opinion might change. My opinion might change. I did that the other day. I had Shake Shack the other day. Damn no invite, that's crazy. I sent you the message of the receipt. <laughs> we be we be in quarantine and shit, and you we still can't chill. That's crazy. Nigga, you had the corona. Fuck <laughs> 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 that. No, bro, it was a presidente. Um, listen, nigga. Uh, yeah, but so you have you ever had Shake Shack's chicken? Um, I guess nuggets. I guess. No, I never had the nuggets. Are they trash? Uh, you've had the chicken sandwich, right? Yeah, it's very similar, but I think the the one thing that they fail on in Shake Shack is that they they breaded the nuggets a little too much. I don't know if that was just because of the location we went to, um, but the breading was a little too much for me. That that would be more of an OVO Omar breading vibe. I don't really enjoy that much fried shit like that. I hear you prefer more like of a almost natural. Yeah, like a, nugget, yeah, right? like a light. I like a light coat of breading, kind of like uh, Chick Fil A. Like I like a light coat of it, and then yeah, there might be a little cluster of like crunch on Yo, the side the, or something. The Chick Fil A grilled nuggets is a crazy scam. It's oh yeah, one thousand percent. That's just nasty. That they cut up. That's just nasty. That shit is so nasty. Um, but we'll we'll get back to the food topic because we do have a topic on the food on food, and uh, but we'll get to the DMX uh Snoop Dogg battle. Um, did you score this at all? 
Because I know a lot of people I mean, didn't I, score this. I didn't even try. So, I, and I can't probably do it in retrospect. Okay. Stevenson uh, told me that he got on. He was like, I can't. I can, there's no way I could fucking uh, score this. I was having too much fun. Yeah. It's, it won. It was, some, it was so much. Like, I think, like... They've kind of made it corny to say this, but I think that this legit was a good celebration, like 100%. Like, it was all love. Like, when they started, um, big up to Snoop, too, because Snoop made DMX extremely comfortable as well, if you notice that. Like, Snoop started to ad-lib, uh, not ad-lib, but he started to hype man his records and ad-lib them, and you can see DMX opening a little more. That's the thing, because, like, okay, I you, you text me, and you were like, I wish it wasn't so competitive so I can score this. And yeah. with is that DMX in the back? <laughs> yeah, might as well be. <laughs> um, and then so the thing was, I I think that had Snoop not done that, it would have been a lot more competitive. Where it was, it, like you would have got a, a lot more competitive X. Because when I if you put DMX in like in a corner, made him uncomfortable. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. You you can tell at the end, like you, you don't want to fuck with X like that too much. Because there was a nigga next to next to Swizz. And he's, he points at that nigga and he was like, who are you and what are you doing? Because you just been standing there the whole time. Like, he's a sound guy. He said it in a joking way, in a joking matter, but niggas, you know, like, it was, it's a tone that, like, nigga, if you don't give me the right answer, we're kicking you out. It's, it's over for you. Yeah, like... It's like, yo, it's it's a joke if you tell me the right answer, but if you don't tell me, it's quiet. And this shit was super hilarious. It, this, I think this one was funnier than the Jada one for me. Because Snoop and X kept killing Swiss. <laughs> well, so it's like, yo, we do 1.7. And X like, I only see 10 niggas on the screen. <laughs> and then and then uh, Snoop was like, yo, like these inflated ass numbers, I don't believe you. Show me that number. like. And then like towards the end, when they kept fucking with Swiss like that, and X was like, yo, we fucking with you. Like, you starting to get angry about this shit. <laughs> Um, nah, it was, it was all hilarious. Nah, it was it was super love. Like that shit was it. It was like against the Joe Scott and and uh, Erica Badu. Like it was. You know what I see happening now? Everyone's just gonna fuck with Swiss now. Swiss it's gonna be like a common thing. But you you have to realize that's the only one that Swiss has ever attended. That, that's how you know it's mass special. This nigga, this nigga, um, his wife was on this, and he didn't go. Where was this one hosted at? This one was at Snoop's house, I think. Fire. I think they said it in the beginning. Um, there was at Snoop's house. That should uh, like a dungeon. It was it was Snoop's studio. Uh, he has a death row like seat in there because um, <clears throat> Swiss and Tim always go on live after to like recap it and like you know they were showing all the other shit and Snoop was Snoop actually did some funny shit that he was like, I think when he started when he played, let me see what what record that was. Then when he played uh, East the East Siders record or earlier than that, there's a so there's a crip that was in there that's from New York who's who's cool with uh, swizzing them right, and he was like, it was a whole bunch of New York niggas in here and a few niggas a few Cali niggas and I saw one crip nigga in the corner and he as soon as I played I forgot what record he said he was like you could see that nigga start see walking a little bit and then like he was like once that drum hit he started walking on the niggas I was dying. That shit was funny as fuck. Um, we can recap the the uh, the rounds now. Round one, uh, Snoop Dogg's deep cover versus DMX intro. Who you got? I don't know. I'm I'm giving you until I uh, until I stopped. I'm gonna give you. I stopped at 
Uh, I didn't score any, so I stopped at nine, right? Yeah. And one of the answers, two of the answers was. It's a celebration. It's it's love, and then when the next answer was, I wrote this I, instead of writing down who won on most of these. Uh, so I really I stopped at six, but instead of, instead of writing down who who won these in rounds, I would write things that uh, stuck out to me a lot. And round eight, um, DMX was like, "I'm going to niggas' pockets right now." <laughs> Jeez. Because <laughs> the song played, and he was like, "I'm going to niggas' pockets right now." Is that worth a point right there? One thousand percent. All right. So first, okay, I'm gonna give you one through six because that's what I had scored. First round, I gave it to DMX. Um, it was deep cover versus intro. Uh, round two, it was uh, what's my name versus what's my name. Uh, I gave that to Snoop. No song can beat that for me. I love that record. It's a fucking phenomenal record. That's one of my favorite records of all time. And that's the thing that I noticed about Snoop here is that he has some of the best hip-hop records of all time. There's no way you're beating that. What's my name? Snoop Doggy Dog. That record is so... I forgot I forgot all about that record. And when that shit came on, yo, that shit was like I was fucking five again, bro. Like, that shit was crazy. That just took you back? 100%. Because I, I always used to... Um, I always used to recite the chorus of the Bow Wow Wow you be yo you be yay Bow Wow 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 you be because I that's all I could remember around at that time I could just remember the hook I couldn't remember what Snoop said. <laughs> Your brain capacity at five years old was just Bow Wow Wow you be yay you be yay. Yo, that shit was so what, that shit was so hard to me that the I don't know who sings on that record, but that oh, is, it, is it important for you that your shorty comes from a good family. What is this random question of, like, you, my Tinder profile right now? What the fuck is this? Nah, it doesn't matter, though. Like, uh, it depends how good of a person she is. It's your shorty. I know that, but, like, okay. If, okay, like, if, if it's... Okay, let me, let me rephrase it then. She's a good person. Yeah. And she's your shorty. Mm-hmm. Is it important for you... That your girl has a good relationship with her family. Does she like fuck with her one. family? She does. And there's a. Okay, and so I, I guess what you're saying, it's up to her. It's yeah, it's it's up to it's up to her. Like it's, as long as I know that that doesn't affect you a lot, it it won't really make a uh, a dent in me because I, I it would affect me that you get affected by problems that happen in your family a lot. So if that was an ongoing thing, and like every time something like was good like something in your, in your family happened and then it just like went to shit every time i think that that would take a toll on what's going on so no girls with daddy issues dude are you fucking kidding me like nigga i don't, I don't <laughs> think every girl i've been in a relationship with has daddy issues nigga it'd be like that bro i think uh, i can't get into that to to my thinking on that but we'll off podcast we'll talk about that um <laughs> I'm never going to bring this up off podcast. Exactly. Uh, round three, we had Gin and Juice and Get At Me, dog. Nobody beats Gin and Juice. Like, that's not... Nothing you can do there. That was a good retort, though. Nothing you can do. No, what, DMX had great counters. Like, if this was a boxing match, Snoop hit him with a haymaker, but DMX countered Wolf one as well. It's just that the, those records right there, I don't think that anything beats... Nothing beats Gin and Juice and nothing beats What's My Name. Nothing. Like there's other records that people may think that um that that Snoop played later on that people may think that uh it's unbeatable like beautiful I think beautiful is beatable. 
Beautiful's amazing. That, like that's a, an amazing record, but I think that record is beatable. It had to be by one of DMX's like top three, though. Exactly. Um, round four, round four, we had uh, nothing but a G thing, another unbeatable record, and then DMX had, and then DMX had uh, some X shit. Love that record as well. Have to give that to Snoop. Um, round five, we have America's Most Wanted. With with Snoop and uh and uh, Pac, damn I can't see what record that is that was played by DMX, but I gave this round to DMX. I gave this round to DMX. Let me see if I can find it. Mm. I don't really remember that Snoop song being played. Ye- Hold on, let me see. It, this was an early round, right? Yeah, that was round five. Round, that was round five. D- uh, DMX versus Snoop. Um, versus tracklist. Hey, you could you could talk while I wait for this shit, nigga. So the fans ain't bored. Who had it? I think it was. Wait on your every hanging word. I think I, I will say this about West Coast music. Yeah. When I hear that um high pitched like squealing piano, yeah, it just gets me every time. The no synthesizer or the fucking the organ. Yeah. yeah. I don't care what I don't care what notes you play. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Uh. Round five was America's Most Wanted versus Stop Being Greedy. Hold on. Stop well, being greedy. No, oh, no, no. One hundred percent. Stop being greedy to me is un, an unbeatable DMX record. It's, it's it's one of those records that like just no matter what mood you in, it puts you in that mood. One hundred percent. What when that? Uh, no, uh, no, you're not nothing. Nothing's happening except except niggas getting box cutters, and I'm slicing niggas all day. Like I play I play that song before spelling bee. I'll start spelling words I never even heard of. And what's funny about that song is that that song is like. A record telling you niggas like, yo, my nigga, like, let nigga other niggas eat. <laughs> like the the record, the chorus is stop being greedy. Um, y'all been eating for too long, nigga. Give to the needy. <laughs> like, yeah, but when you hear that, you think, oh, I'm the one in need. Oh, that ag- so, with that aggression? Yo, oh, come on, fam. Like, and then okay, round six we have Snoop Dogg. Um, and I promise you, I didn't do this intentionally. Snoop Dogg and C Murder down for my niggas. I love that record. But then you have DMX, my niggas. I gave that to X. He did this on purpose. I gave that, but see, you see what I'm saying. What I'm saying yeah. is that every for every record that they had, there was one of the same. It was just two different coasts. I get you. I get what you're saying. After like looking at like the kind of songs and the order that they played them in and how they retorted to each other, I get. What, I get your point now. You're yeah, right. that that led to that led me to see like, oh, y'all niggas is a lot on the same, and then then rather than being different, the only difference between you guys is. Not even the aggression, because in the beginning, in the 90s, they both had aggression. DMX still has it. Um, and I think Snoop still has it, too, but Snoop is just more of a loving person as he gets older. I think X is, too. I think that's what we saw there, as well. But both of their aggressions really early on, and, like, it's not even that the titles were the same. It's that, like, the subject matter is going to be relatively the same, because where we all come from and what is talked about in hip-hop but the way that you guys talk about things, I think, was a lot more similar than what was given. And it doesn't strike me as a difference as this was, quote-unquote, the dog show. It was Snoop Dogg and DMX, nigga who barks on records. Yeah, I got tired of that really really quickly. Of the barking? I love that not, shit. Not the, not the barking, but the, oh. the, the dog the dog comments. Oh, yeah, the dog comments. Yeah, like where everybody was putting dog. Like Yeah, but... <sighs> I like it still though. Oh, uh, by the way, X dropped merch for whoever wants to cop that shit. He dropped a hoodie. 
in white black hoodie. I like it. Like it's one of the old uh, pictures of him with the bandana on the side and him holding the chain leash with his dog. Where can I find it? I just typed in DMX merch and it took me to Etsy. Go to D- go to DMX's uh, actual Instagram page and he has it up if it- if it's still available. Um, but that's the last round that I scored, and then the next round was uh, round seven. Snoop Dogg ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. And then legendary, legendary. and that that record is the fact that they played that record is why oh, I love them niggas. <laughs> and then uh, it was Aaliyah come back in peace. Um, this is where I was just like I can't. It, it's not the that the record didn't let me um, score. It's after round seven. Or during round seven is when like it was just all love. Like Snoop loved that Aaliyah record, but DMX also jumped up and sung background of the "Ain't No Fun If the Homies Can't Have None," and then proceeded I mean, to say, "It was this the record where he was like, I played this? No, 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 this isn't the record yet." Um, but yeah, he was like, "I fucking love that song. We used to bang that shit all day in New York." You can't, you can't stay quiet to that one. Though. Hell no, that's like at least you gotta at least hum it. But that's my point though. Like okay. Ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. Nothing but a G thing. This is just so far. Gin and Juice and What's My Name are like some of the top hip-hop records of all time. And then the same battle, like back to back to back to back. Exactly. Like X has X had a few on here. Stop being, Stop being Gritty is definitely one of the best hip-hop records of all time. Um, but look at all those fucking records. All right, round eight. Snoop Dogg, Bitch Please with Exhibit and Nate Dogg. Super hard record. DMX, X X gonna give it to you. I miss Nate Dogg. I miss Nate Dogg too. That that Nate Dogg was the 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 most gangster hook nigga of all time. Like Nate Dogg, Nate Dogg is extremely underrated. If you had Nate Dogg on any hook, it's a win. Yeah, um, he's going off that. That was number one. One hundred percent. Uh, so X gonna give it to you was the next the next one, and then this is like when it, it started to really uh it, oh, okay X okay round eight was X gonna give it to you, and that's when uh Snoop told DMX like I feel like going in niggas pockets right now. Um, <laughs> round nine was uh Snoop Dogg, G's and Hustle, and DMX who we who we be who we be is another timeless record to me. And this is where you stop. This is where this is the last one that I actually scored and I put a tie. The other two I didn't I didn't uh, do because after this is when I started to get a lot of ties. Or it's just like okay, the next round was uh, the Shiznit Snoop and get it get it on the floor. Who the fuck can pick that? Like get it on the floor is a, like for niggas who know around that time around '03 when Snoop, I mean when Rough Riders was like huge. Like, nigga, I wanted to get a bike, and I don't even like motorcycles. You was like eight years old. Oh, three. Uh, nah, maybe ten. Nine. Um. Okay, we have uh round round eleven. We have DMX, fucking with D, Snoop Dogg, Lay Low. I'm going Lay Low. If niggas can choose records, choose records. That's all I'm saying, cause I cannot. Um, round <laughs> two, what the, what these bitches want, and round 12, what these bitches want, and beautiful. You see, that's one of the songs that beats beautiful. That's my Me. point. That's my point. When the hook of what these bitches want from a nigga, uh, was Cisco on that shit? Like, who? Oh, come on. 
Like, you cannot fuck with that, that bro. That shit is just like a cultural reset, right? You cannot fuck thing. with that. And then Beautiful, like, come on. This is when Snoop switched from being a super gangster nigga to being with P on records, where, P, where he explained... Snoop, Snoop explained the fucking story of that record, and he was like, Pharrell was telling me, talk to talk to women on this song. And he was like, he didn't really understand what he meant. And then he was like, no, no, talk to women like you love them on this record. <laughs> like, that that's the thing. Like, those are two timeless records. Like, get into character right there. What these bitches want from a nigga is, and you don't even want to get into the, the topic of the trajectory that Pharrell put Snoop in. Because that's another conversation. Go ahead, have it. The, well, okay, we'll have it then. We'll have it now. Uh, ni- 1997, I think, was when Snoop called the murder case. So he beat the murder case like 98, 99. Um, beautiful, was two, beautiful was 2000 and what? Let me see. Beautiful was 2002. It was Pharrell and, and, uh, and Charlie Wilson. And Snoop tells you on the beginning of that, on, on the beginning before he plays this, is that before he wasn't, Snoop wasn't making records like that with like with beautiful and shit like that. I think this was the beginning of the second half of Snoop that we got to see a lot more. We got to see this. We got to see the Pimpin' Remix. We got to see uh, Let's Get Blown, which is a record I hope wish he played because that's one of my favorite Pharrell oh, Snoop joints. Um, but I think that Pharrell, I think Pharrell sees a lot of what the artist doesn't see in themselves. And he pushed that way. Because like you can see the records that Nori was playing before he got Super Thug. Super Thug was a, a hood record, yes. But the sound of it changed the viewpoint of it. It made it more digestible for everyone. I didn't know you had much this much info ready to go. Oh, no. I was just, I was just trolling. When we, get, when we get into this hip-hop shit like this, this is what I'm saying. This, this is what comes after a battle like that. It's like... You, uh, it kind of like resets the whole mind state of like, I don't. That '90s era to me is like the era that made me fall in love with hip hop. So I have a lot more to say, and I got to see a lot more of niggas switching. That's why I say I think a lot of people see Snoop for what he is now, and not what Snoop for what he was then. Yo, just wanted to say the DMX merch is still up. Also, if you buy a white hoodie, you're a fed. <laughs> Yo, niggas who buy white hoodies, I I would never understand. I don't get it. I, w- I would never understand. Um, black hoodie or white hoodie any fucking day. Uh, yeah, but like that, that's the thing. I think I think uh, like we always you always joke on here like uh, of like the admiration I have for P. But I think P. The reason I put P on such a high pedestal because he has that uh, Barry Gordy uh, Q tip. Um, Say his name. Uh, what wasn't? Come on, you know what I'm talking. Quincy Jones esque thing. I knew you wanted to say Quincy. That's that's all I was looking for. Yeah, I was I was thinking, is he gonna say it? He has he that esque thing because it's like what? Okay, a lot of people throw around Quincy Jones' name uh, too way too loosely because nobody's fucking with them. But I think a, a piece of what Quincy is, oh, uh, what Quincy is like as far as collaborations is you what Pharrell's got. Pharrell or, or like Pharrell, yay, um. Dre, they have that. Like with the fucking Friday, uh, Good Fridays with P- with uh, Kanye, uh, Q-Tip with the whole uh, African tongue uh, movement that yeah. they had going on in the nineties. 
then P, like P, that's what I'm saying. Like these people are people who switched everything in like the music industry. Like those electric sounds that you hear now in music that that Kanye uses comes from Q-Tip and Pharrell. And but Pharrell just made it a lot more popular because he had Justin. Britney, who who the fuck else? Christina Aguilera, Snoop, nah, Nori. That that's what I'm saying. Like that, that's the thing. I think that people throw that around too loosely, and niggas got to get some respect for the niggas who actually is moving shit. And that's what I was saying about this. These two, on and from this battle, X and Snoop changed shit up for a lot of niggas. Like you got to you. What is that? Furthest you'd go to defend P's honor? Musically, like I could have a battle all fucking day. <laughs> Musically and fashion-wise, I can have a battle all day of this doesn't happen if a row doesn't do this. You picking up your fist? No, hell no, nigga. <laughs> uh, but this is what I'm saying with DMX and Snoop. It's just like, you have to realize that DMX was what Hove was now in the 90s. He was getting double platinums first week. X was doing like 9 million first week. This is when Hove was trying to catch X. Twice a year. Twice a year. Twice in one year, he had two albums that went platinum first week. Like, I think I think niggas don't understand the magnitude of... Like, if it had that happen now, that that would be to the equivalent of... Let me, let me think. It, it'd be like if Cole was doing astronomical numbers while Drake was doing his numbers now. Like, Drake's trying to catch up to what Cole's doing. Like, that's what it was. Like, and you got to think about it like this. Hove is my favorite rapper of all time, but DMX was my favorite rapper first. Facts. That's, 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 the, that's the thing that people tend to forget. And Snoop, come on, Snoop had the whole West Coast on fucking lock at a time when Tupac was still alive. He didn't have it on lock when Tupac was, was alive still, but he, had, he was putting up relatively good numbers to be fucking with a nigga who... Is known to be like the best California rapper of all time. Like, and that's what makes this battle so illustrious. Is the career. The shit was crazy. Shit was really good. Shit was crazy. I, I I wanted this to be this good. I didn't want I didn't want any lackluster records, even though I thought Snoop had some. Um, Oof. Which one towards the end? Or towards the end, he did have he towards the end he had some. So we had. Uh, okay, we had we like we had, we ended off round twelve. Round thirteen was DMX. How's it going down? Unbeatable record. Snoop Dogg, Pump Pump. Uh, round fourteen we had DMX is all good. Uh, Snoop bitches ain't shit. That is okay. I had a tough one with that. Okay, with yeah, that. that's what I'm saying. You pick if you can, cause I can't. Round fourteen was when DMX said, "This is what I play when my wife is angry at me." <laughs> That's a sick song to play. <laughs> that shit was hilarious, nigga. That shit was hilarious when he said that shit. Like, a lot of shit that they were saying on here, I'm glad that nobody got into the cancel culture bag really quick because DMX dropped a few F joints in there. But no, Nobody who's into cancel culture watched this battle. 1,000%. And that's what I loved about it. It's like, this isn't, this isn't gimmicky bullshit. Like, if you're in here, it's because you know about hip-hop. Because X... Was huge in the '90s, but once he got in into this his older ages, uh, he got he had the substance abuse shit. And now Snoop Dogg, what you know him for is for being, uh, young, wild, and free. Snoop Dogg with Wiz and shit like that. You know him from Devin Mac, like that's what the kids know him from. Like so, like shout out Young Wild and Free. I forgot that song existed. <laughs> I only know that that song existed because I heard Park say it on the last 
episode where not last last episode but whatever dropped on Monday is the last Yo, one that I've heard. They dropped three episodes this week. We gotta we gotta do something about that. <laughs> yeah, when the Spotify checks them coming in, yeah, we'll do something about that shit. But okay, round fifteen, we had un, an unbeatable record. This is probably top five hip hop records of all time. DMX is slipping versus Snoop Dogg. Murder was the case. That one I couldn't score. I think that that right there signifies what the fuck this shit was about. Because that shit right there was like, nigga. Murder was the case is incredible to me. In fucking credible, that record. Slipping? Oh my god. That record is fucking phenomenal. That record is like, that's all I said. That's a top five hip hop record of all time to me. I don't care what song you put in there. Slippin's in there in one of those slots. I don't give a fuck. That record right there is like I think one of the most uh hardcore but vulnerable records of all time. Like this nigga played that in court to get him off of some time. Huh? Oh, you're getting shit delayed. I just said slipping is worthy of that praise. Oh, 1,000%. 1,000%. Murder was the case, too. Murder was the case is like... Come on, fam. Murder was the case when he caught a body. What if you play murder was the case in court? You think you're getting off? Nigga, you play murder was the case in court, they putting you under that fucking jail. Um, <laughs> in the sentence. Round 16. Niggas, niggas gonna start... I think at the end, DMX started to fucking torch, nigga. Uh, round 16 was Niggas and Started Something, Snoop Dogg, uh, what record is this? Uh, Snoop Dogg, Doggy Dog World. Two phenomenal records there. Right there. I think DMX wins there. I think towards the end is where we start to get the records that I was saying about Snoop towards the beginning, where it was like, oh, these are just like some of the best hip hop records of all time. Like, these are cracking all top 50s, top 100, like, like, records. Like, okay, round 16, I mean, round 17, we got... LL Cool J 4321 featuring Redman, Method Man, and Cannabis and DMX. That was, for those who know, that was a fucking, that was a big posse cut record back then when you have Redman, Method Man, Cannabis, DMX, and LL Cool J. LL Cool J, which was a person who beefed with Cannabis. That's how you know it's legendary. Exactly. That was, that's what led to the beef. Yo, one day we'll get Drake and Push on a song. Hopefully it'll be on the Benny the Bush. I don't think that happens. No, um, no. Listen, no. Bro, listen. Round 18. This is where I think that Snoop played a lackluster record. I think Snoop has a lot more records that were better than this. Uh, round 18, we have The Locks, Money, Power, Respect. Another top hip-hop record of all time. And then 50 Cent's P.I.M.P. remix. I like that one a lot. I don't know why Snoop played that, though. In, in retaliation to that DMX song? No. But I still like the song. I, still I like. The, don't give it fucked up. There's not a record on here that I don't like. But as from a battle standpoint, I can pick another record to to slide in there. Like for example, let's get blown. I would put that, maybe not in that round, but I would switch that out for that song. All right, and then round twenty. Well, that's twenty one rounds that they had. But round twenty, we have uh, no, no. Round nineteen. Round nineteen. Round nineteen. Rough Riders Anthem, nothing but a G thing. It, this is impossible. Impossible. In fucking possible. Who, who went first this round? Uh, X. 
Yeah, it makes sense. Impossible. Um, round twenty, party up, and then drop it like it's hot. How the fuck are you gonna? How the fuck are you gonna score? This I'm telling you, this is the type of Pharrell and Snoop that is like phenomenal. And then you have, I always get confused with X, X records, but I think this was the record that mostly every movie had in that. In okay, so this was 1999. Every movie from 1999, probably to like 2004, had this fucking record playing. I don't. I don't really like this record that much. It was a huge. Yeah, oh, hold on. Let me make sure that we're talking about the same record here, because I always confuse X records a lot. Because he kind of has the DJ Khaled thing where he just like kind of titles the records all the same. You mean we got the keys and hold keys on. Let me hear this. Major key. Yeah, dude. This was. Everywhere. Uh, I do not like this song that much. <clears throat> I can understand. You, you're saying like now you don't like this song as much? No. Okay, yeah. Because like, back then that record was... I understand what you mean. I think that he, this record has the effect of it being too big. Where it's like I heard this record so much. Like I told you, every every movie imitated this record. Every movie had this record on their playlist. And this is the movie. This is probably like one of the DMX songs that all the white guys know. Up in here, up in here. Like, there's so much movies where white guys are saying that shit. I would either have to be at a DMX concert or really drunk to. I understand. I understand exactly what you're talking about. But when that record came out first, it was there was no talking about that shit. Um, and then drop it like it's hot. Like, what? What? What what are we gonna say? Like, that is come on. Like, and then. Like, when Pharrell samples the, his fucking tongue making a noise on that record, like... <laughs> the, Iconic, really. Come on, fam. Uh, round 21, this is, like, when they just started to get into their shit. Um, where the hood at? And then the next episode, like... Okay. I like where the hood at. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying, like... I, the, can, I can see both. Towards the end, like... I stopped at 9. That's the last one that I actually scored, but I didn't score 7 or 8. So I really only scored 7 records. Um, in this total, has be- this has been my favorite versus. Yeah, I told you. I told you in the beginning when you said Snoop. Like, yeah, I think we. I think everybody kind of figured that Snoop was gonna win. Um, if the if there was a win, because I didn't really score him a lot. Like, and the people that I saw scoring them was like f- five, six, four. Like, is yeah. where's a whole bunch of ties, and that was like towards like the the middle of it or whatever. But this is what this one was an impossible one to score. If you scored it. You didn't. You didn't get to enjoy it as much as everyone did. Um, That's definitely the type of person to say, "Yo, you, if you took a picture, you didn't get to enjoy it as much as someone who didn't." I, I, I mean, in the sense of if you're recording everything at a concert, you, you didn't enjoy that concert. Nah, you had a good time. No way. You're saving it for later. Who goes back and watches those videos? <laughs> I don't think I've ever gone back and watched one of those videos. I, I, the only one, the only one that I've that I've gone back to watch. Actually, I've gone back to watch videos from most of them because you know, uh, just like Snapchat does, like, hey, this is what you were doing on this day. Apple does it too. If you, but you can take it off, and it'll make like a slideshow of like what you did on that day. So I have the ones when we went to Isaiah Rashad, all the schoolboy ones, the Kanye one. Um, I don't fuck with those because it'd be mad shorties I used to talk to on there. <laughs> <laughs> like, this yeah, nigga's trying to ruin his home life right now. Do you remember this pussy you were in three years ago? Oh no 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 no! Like, oh, That's the difference between me and you. I don't take pictures of shorties when I'm with them. 
Like, so that, that's that. No, look, you could just be an event. Like, let's say I took a picture of a croissant. Yeah. I oh, and you remember is what you're saying. I just remember. Okay, okay. I, th- I then, I then I can understand. I a picture of, like, a, a view. A view in, like, fucking Montauk Point. I know what this is about. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I understand that. Uh, but, hey, fuck it. It was a good time then. Like, I have, I have the art of Kanye shit in there. Like, and that was... Looking back at that now, I'm like, like it's it's weird to see the state that Kanye is in now and what we were fucking with right then at that moment. I think I that mean, we caught it at the cusp. He did give us the Kid Cudi rant. Yeah, we ca- we ca- we caught that at the cusp of like, I'm just gonna start wilding out for attention type shit, and I don't even know if that's right to say because. You don't know what his mental state is at right now, so it doesn't seem right to say. But from the outside looking in, from what we've always seen, I think it's kind of been like that. Who, who would have thought, like, when we were at that concert in 2016? That was the last that time three, I'll go. That three years later, uh, he had a collab project with Kid Cudi. After all the shit he just said about him. Me! I did! I said it there! Bro, he, the whole, not the whole crowd, but the crowd audibly was saying, fuck Kid Cudi. Yeah, 100%. I and like, I was like, you guys are fucking dumb. I'm and, still listening to Man on the Moon. Exactly. And I turned to you and I said, all these niggas are going to go home and listen to Kid Cudi. Absolutely. Like, and and I and, and I think we talked about it. I think if we were still doing the podcast at the time, I think we're still talking about it. I think we talked about it after the the concert where we were like, where, or me and you might have had a conversation. I was like, I bet you he does a record with him, like, within the year. A bold but solid prediction. Like, that's, that's the thing, like, um... With people, I don't deal in the actions that they're doing now un- unless it's a pattern. If I see a pattern in your life, it could be... Until you break that pattern, then I'm going to think of what you are going to do next. Like, if you go eat the same shit every fucking day, until you break that pattern is when everything changes. You're going to keep thinking, oh, you're going to eat that Zinger Mountain, though, again, huh? Yeah, like, you're that, like people who eat that shit, I don't know how, but... Yeah, like that. If you eat that shit, you shouldn't be allowed to eat for the rest of the day. And we know people who eat that that will eat four times after that. Uh, It'd be like that sometimes. All right, we can get into the new music. Oh, by the way, that was the best versus hands down. That's number one for me. I'll give that right there. That shit was that shit was beautiful, gangster, sad, all at the same time. I got every emotion at that time. You telling me you you didn't like the Hit Boy one more? Dude, I didn't even watch that one. I, I, I went into that one and got out really quick. I think very early on, they got to kind of test everything. I think the, the, from now on, it's going to be like super legendary ones. Or like, I, I hope they do another dance hall joint. Like, there's a bunch of dance hall clashes that you can do. I hope they do that. Um, they said that they wanted to get to, to reggaeton was like, you could easily do that. Once they start... um getting through like a bunch of artists yeah you should put all the ones who quote unquote won one and make them and make them face each other yeah okay that's the thing with me is uh that that's what i was thinking i was like longevity wise where do i see this going yeah you after make the winner yeah circle. after everybody wins i was thinking the same thing like okay have a winner's category and have them battle but you want to hear the same 20 records again because a lot of these niggas have 20 a lot of these niggas had a lot of records but the 20 records that they play are the records that are going to hit the best a year and a half from now, maybe. Okay, so you you want to wait till they forget for you till you forget. Maybe not till I forget, but like they got a lot of artists that are willing to go. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. We still have fifty out there, Nori out there, Cameron. By the way, they're saying Nori and Cameron. I actually like that battle. You still have um, K 
Cameron, you can do groups, Dipset. You have, we have a plethora of niggas. Group, groups, I don't think they'll do groups because it eliminates mad people. Because individual people are already playing their group music. So. Yeah, I, I get that. But they've already done groups, though. They did 112 versus um, Jagged Edge. They're, they're never going to participate in any of this ever again. <laughs> 100%. I, I agree that. It's not their fault that the, the sound audio was bad, though. Um, but, alright, this is where my brain went, like, halfway through that Snoop and DMX battle. Like, I think this is the last thing I'll get on here, and then I'll get off of this topic, was... Yo, would you ever get an arranged marriage? No. Why are you asking these random questions? Do you just have a... I'm telling you, if you're if you writing a fucking eHarmony page for me right now, I'm going to be super tight once I start getting text messages. It's Christian Mingle. Fuck out of here. But, okay, this is this is what led me. Around round 12, 14-ish. Not even. Early on. I'll say, like, round 8. I'm like... Oh, shit. Like, Snoop is... Like, I already knew, but Snoop is one of them niggas. Like, DMX is keeping up, but DMX is keeping up with Snoop. This was, like, round eight. This is where I was thinking. <clears throat> Until later on, then X, like, all right, y'all niggas is just scoring buckets on each other all day. Uh, but that's what I was thinking around round eight, because that's when Snoop was playing them fucking joints. I was like, Snoop might have been saved for Hove. And then as we started getting down to the early, to the later rounds, I was like, oh, that wouldn't win against Hov. That wouldn't win against Hov. That would... The, you, start, you start to see it. The PIMP record would never win against Hov. Hov could play B, B cuts on there. And that, that's, that's what led me to... Who the fuck would even dare to fuck with Hov on this, on this B battle shit? I mean on this B battle shit, but on the verses. I can't think of all the top of my head. It'd have to be like someone like Kanye. I can't think of one nigga who can go song for song with Ho. Daddy Yankee? <laughs> Daddy Yankee gets 12 nil, nigga. Um, <laughs> the, the thing is, it's like, I think niggas, okay, niggas will get a few records on Hove, and that's about it. I think with Hove, you fucking with, you can easily get 18-2 if, if, you, if you fuck around and pick some bad records. Because Hov is not picking bad records. By Hove. I feel like the way Hov's music works is that he can build a momentum. To yeah, Hove. like... Once he starts go chaining into records, like a one-two punch, you out already. But he has B-cut records that are beat niggas' top records. What the like, fuck are you going to say when, when, when Allure comes on? Which is a B-cut record on the Black Album. Allure is not a B-cut record. Allure is a B-cut... Allure is bigger than a beat cut because all of Hov's records turn into big records. But Allure was not the the uh, the single on that record. It was dirt off your shoulders. How highly do you rate PSA? Very highly. That's unbeatable. <laughs> Very highly. That's unbeatable. That's just a beat cut too. And that's a B cut. Unloose the flutes on them, Guru. B cut. Beanie Siegel, um, Beanie Siegel and Hove somehow, some way. This is records he probably wouldn't even play. That is a B cut. Which Dead Presidents version is he playing? He can play both. Two wins, because that's unbeatable. <laughs> that's two wins. That's un. That's my thing. It's like nah, I, I, I'm with you. I don't even think like people were throwing around Drake. I don't even think Drake is close to fucking with Hove on this shit. Were you gonna play Marvin's Room? Nah, that's disrespectful. 
I understand. I understand. Marvin Room is a big record. I'm saying, what the fuck are you gonna play when it's these the records energy, come out? The energy of that record isn't for a battle at all. My point. That's my point. It's like people who compared Drake to Hov was like, Drake makes chick records. We saw what chick records happen when you fuck with niggas who have street anthems, and that was Jada. This is Hov, nigga. That's the difference. And I don't understand. I don't see... Because Hope can get into whatever bag you want to get into. When they do the winner's circle and do all those rounds, whoever comes out on top of that one gets to face Hope. Yeah, you fucking with Thanos. And I don't think anyone wants to play with Hope. That's the thing. I don't think that anyone is willing to take that battle, to be honest. I think that that battle was floated around to some people, and people were just like, I'm not doing that. No, thank you. I would like to keep my career. What, ha- what will happen is... The only person who could take down Hove is Daylight. Because, like, if you... Okay. <laughs> Daylight is super nice, though. Don't get it fucked up. But it's like, okay, just do it like this. If you if you want to play Chick Records, let me off the top of my head, Hove Chick Records, Crazy in Love with Beyonce, one of the biggest records of that decade. You can play Umbrella, Rihanna's fucking huge-ass record. <laughs> like, you can play so much fucking... Like, I, I like what you said with Kanye, but... Kanye don't got the fucking street anthems, though, though. That's the thing. You're telling me that Spaceship isn't the street anthem? I love Spaceships. That's not that's not beating Kanak the Hustle. Yo, that- so if, what if Kanye just takes the songs he produced for Hov and plays them? That could be a win. That could be a win. 100%. That could be a win. Because then you have uh, Watch the Throne 2. Then you have all the Blueprint. Um... You have some records on uh, on Black Album. You have a lot of shit you can play. Yeah, but, okay, so let's just put it like this. I'm Are going... either of them playing Lucifer? I hope so. I love that record. Um, but that's what I'm saying. That record is a phenomenal whole record. That is not getting played in his top 20. Yeah, that's facts. I like, like that song a lot. I'm going I off hated, a... I hated the sample at first, though. I'm going off a... That I'm going off a reasonable doubt. Let's just go through this because I I want to know how much records we can pull from Hope, right? You sound like the dude that was like, um, you remember what ten records is Hope got, and then the person reasonable <laughs> all, all reasonable doubt. But th- this is what I'm saying. You genuinely tell me how much records can be played off of reasonable doubt. I'm gonna give you records that I think are like, you know, standout records, which is most reasonable doubt to be honest. But I think records that I'm saying like that would fuck with somebody's top twenty. Can't knock the hustle with Mary J. Does it go in? Yes, agreed. Dead goes Presidents in. two, goes in. Brooklyn's finest with Biggie, goes in. Twenty two twos goes in. Twenty two twos, feeling it. For me, feeling it doesn't go in. Okay, let's say feeling doesn't go in. Can I live? Can I live definitely goes in. Okay. Are we good with Are we good with uh, with uh, reasonable doubt here? Because the the other records on there I love, but I, I wouldn't put in Hope's top twenty at all. Like Bring It On is one of my favorite Hope records. But I don't think that I was makes it. That. You're not putting Bring It On in there? I love Bring It On. I love Cashmere Thoughts. Regrets, I love that record. But I'm just saying, shit that'll go in, that will beat niggas top 20, that's five right there. That may so that, we, that people may not we, even win against. Are we, are we skipping four albums and going right to the Dynasty? No, I'm... Okay. In, in Even in, in my lifetime, volume one, you can play Imaginary Players... Imaginary Players is super hard. That's probably one of my top three Hope songs. Don't ask me why. Intro, A Million and One Questions. Rap Game, Crack Game? Yes. 
right, where I'm from. And then we can leave here. And I love who you with, so but we can leave it here now. We'll get to Hard Knock Life Volume Two. We volume two, Hard Knock, Knock Life. Can I get a Reservoir Dogs? Money Cash Hoes. Money Money Cash Hoes on here, right? Yeah. Money Cash Hoes, which made X's top twenty, and I don't think that makes Hoes top twenty. Did you say money ain't a thing? Yeah. All right. Uh, Volume Three, Hova song. I think that goes in there personally for me. Big Pimpin'. And I think we can leave volume three, to be honest. All right, but I'm with you. Um, Dynasty now? The Dynasty album. I love this album. I just want to love you. It goes. Goes. To me me. me personally, you play any chick records against Streets is Talking, you're losing. This Can't Be Life goes 100% for me. This Can't Be Life goes 100% for me. One Night Hundred Hustler. That goes. Goes. Parking Lot Pippin, I love that record. I don't think that goes. I love that song, but I don't think it goes. Guilty Until Proven Innocent doesn't go. <laughs> we we can we can leave here now. But think about it. These aren't... Volume 1, 2, 3 aren't even known to be Hov's, even close to being Hov's best albums and their classic we, albums. We've picked 10 songs, maybe. and we picked more than 10 songs. We picked we're 5 songs off of Reasonable Doubt. Yeah, and it's only 2001. Okay. okay. Then we get into the blueprint. Takeover goes. Takeover is, goes. If he wants is, to put in the beef record. Izzo goes. Izzo goes. Girls, girls, girls goes. Girls, girls goes depending on what is played. If he wants to play a chick record, it goes. I agree. Sometimes the ruler back goes. Song cry goes. But just, just, just some niggas can. Understand this, what I mean. Part of the city, bro. That just what niggas. Hold on. Just so niggas understand what I mean. The ruler back takeover is a girls, girls, girls are one through four of that album, <laughs> and we just had all four of them go in there. It'd be like that. You don't know goes in there, and that's a B cut. Olaho Vito. Uh, Olaho Vito doesn't go for me. It doesn't go, but I love that record. Um, heart of the city goes. Song cry goes. Never change. I think a lot of people will say that song goes, but I'll leave it out. I'll leave it out. I think we're done with the blueprint. All I need. That doesn't go for me. I don't know. That that's one that that, that would tether for me. Blueprint just, just two. Because, just because I know there's like forty other albums. To it, go that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Blue, but we've already passed almost twenty already. Blueprint two. Yo, I'm not gonna hold you. What they gonna do goes for me. That's what I'm saying. His B cut records go. Blueprint two. Let's just say okay. Bonnie and Clyde goes. Excuse me, Miss goes. Um, fucking on night goes for me. Um, some people hate goes for me. Diamonds is forever goes. Diamonds forever goes. Show you how. I love that record. I don't think it goes. And this is this is me without. This is just me looking at this shit because I did it my way. Can go as well. The bounce can go as well. Um, Yo, this, this that is a two-hour album. That's yeah, but that's what I'm saying. This this can any of these can go to me. We can get to the blueprint, and I won't even go further than the blueprint just to show you that Hope has forty records without going in even into American Gangster, Kingdom Come, the newer shit. We're this stopping is at the Black Album. We'll stop at the Black Album. Okay. What more can I say goes? What more can I say goes? Encore goes. 
Encore doesn't go for me. Encore, if he ends that with that, you're not beating it. I can if, see that as like track twenty one. If he want, if he wanted to, it, like it, he's you're not beating it. What more can I say? We said goes right. Yeah. Change clothes Dirt, goes. Dirt of your shoulder goes. Dirt of your shoulder goes, and I don't even like that record. Ninety nine problems is unbeatable. Ninety nine problems, sure. but the thing, okay, we haven't even got into the records that are unbeatable. Both dead presidents agreed. unbeatable. Agreed. Ninety nine problems unbeatable. What more can I say? You're not beating that. Heart of the city's unbeatable. Uh, PSA, you're not beating that. Did we pass PSA? No, I I just, I just said that one right now. Yeah. Lu- uh, Alloy, you're not beating that. For me personally, I'm ne- you're never beating that record for me. And for me, the rest of um the album that goes there is Lucifer and Alloy. You forgot one record. Which one did I forget? My first song goes on there. My first song does not go on there. My first song goes on there. That record goes on there. For me, that record goes on there. That record is phenomenal. But that, okay, we still have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven albums to pick from. We have 17 years left of music left to go. Watch the throne alone, I can pick like 10 records, bro. Otis goes, primetime goes. Niggas in Paris goes. No Church in the Wild goes. I'm balling so hard, nigga, you can hear my sneaks. As soon as that shit comes on... It's over. Boss so hard. Murder, murder, uh, murder to excellence goes. Damn, we put in the J Electronica album. <laughs> if if we put if we put the J Electronica album on this, Ghost of Soldier Slim goes. Ghost, of, and that's the only one that goes. That's the only one that goes. But like Blueprint Three, I can choose from a whole bunch of records as well. Like that's the thing. Like if you just want to go off of hits, Run This Town is on Blueprint Three. That's what I'm saying. That that that's all I wanted to put in a picture for niggas. You're not beating that man. I don't care who you are. The only person who could beat him is Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, not not even like you know, not trying to be quote unquote the whole engines here is who can like can you even think of somebody who goes toe to toe hope. That's what I'm saying. Who at least makes the fight a fight. In his genre, nobody. You'd have to go like someone's crazy international like Michael Jackson. I don't even know if Dr. Dre could fuck with Hov, bro. I don't I don't think so. I don't think he can. Like I don't and and I hold I hold Dre Dre's like my top two producer of all time. Let's say he does, he would pick all the wrong songs. <laughs> you might be right about that to be honest. I think I think it's I think with producers they get attached to some records because of the story and that's what fucks up their picks. Yeah. Uh or it's like sometimes like the weight of a record is not based off like what it did or like who did it. Yeah. Their contribution to it. Like they must just really loved enjoying working on that, so they'll pick it. I think that that can be said a lot for what Primo's picks was, to be honest. I think Primo picked a lot of gangstar records and uh, and records like that that meant a lot to him because the story was. But like Primo could have played five songs that he did for Nas, and that would have been points for me. Nas stopped calling him on Sundays, so they have beef. My, <laughs> where'd you read this? <laughs> I just I'm. I'm Manifesting it, bro. Yeah, um, because Primo has my favorite Nas record of all time. He produced. Um, no love, but no 
Yeah, exactly. Like that that's just my point. That's just it goes to show you don't throw that hat in that name. Don't 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 throw that man's hat in the ring if you don't have somebody that's willing to go in that ring with him. I don't think anyone is willing to go think, in that that's ring. That's the thing. I don't think anyone's willing. I think everyone says no. Like even even your, your ego gets in check fucking with Hove cuz Let's let's just name the biggest niggas right now. I don't think Diddy takes that. I don't think Diddy takes it. I don't Drake think not, Drake is not gonna do it either. I don't. I definitely don't think Drake would do that shit. Cause I think that okay, with with the versus battle, either the shows. Oh, you had records in that time. I think Nas would do it happily and lose. I love Nas. I do not want to see that happen. I can pick twenty Nas records. And I think a few of these Nas, I think, I think, I think I can, with Nas, I think I can get a good eight records that can probably beat some of Hove's records. With tactics? With tactics, 100%. But I think a lot of the Illmatic is unbeatable to me, though. It's like, um, like he, how they always say that uh, Batman could beat any superhero with planning. Yeah. <laughs> like, with tactics. But that, but, Hove. yeah, Hove is Superman, nigga. He has Hove every Superman. superpower. Yo, I don't even think Nas with planning beats Hov. Oh no, I don't think I don't think anyone beats Hov. That's my point. I'm just saying, who can get close? Who can win ten against Hov? Just show me Yo, that. Xavier says J Cole gets fourteen points against Hov. He did not tell you that. Nah, I did that. I was about to say if he said that, he's forbidden to listen to this podcast ever again. <laughs> Cole does not get Cole gets. Two on Hope, maybe. And you're naming people that I love. That's the thing that I'm saying. P doesn't beat Hope. What about with planning? Okay. P. Yo, P is Batman. <laughs> P is not Batman. I think P gets close. I don't think P gets like, you know, close, close. But I think P gets records where it's like, okay, you can't beat that. I can name you a billion records that, that, that like, nothing's beating, uh... Then what's the fucking record? The clips record, the biggest clips records they have. What are you talking grinding. About? Nothing beats grinding. Grinding. Nothing beats that record. And and but the thing is that it it'd be like my two biases fighting against each other because nothing beats Mister Me Too for me. Yo, it's crazy how we're just gonna get Hov versus Nas. It's just okay. If Hov versus Nas right. happens, I think it'll have the same effect as Snoop Dogg and Dmx. Where it's so. just love. People just love the moment of it. I would no, not be able to score I don't that. Think so. The crowd might be in love, but I don't think that room is love. What you mean? They're super cool now, nigga. Nah, I disagree. Now <laughs> I stop calling. Now I stop calling Primo every Sunday. <sighs> Fuck. Now you're gonna and... get me into going to this Nas shit. I just want to see how much records I can pick for Nas. I'm gonna do this really quick. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna say it out loud. Come on, man. It's, oh, we're four hours in. We're not four hours in. Uh, I want. I personally want to see what records I can pick from Nas. If I rule the world, is unbeatable. I rule the world is unbeatable. To you? It's unbeatable. If I rule the world is an unbeatable record to me. New York State of Mind's unbeatable, to me. The Road Is Yours is also unbeatable to me. Whose world is this? Hmm. Life is a bitch is an unbeatable record for me. The The World Is Yours is the first unbeatable I agree with. Represent is a, is one that I'll put on there. I wouldn't say it's unbeatable. Yo, you got to put TSB's favorite, Shootouts. <laughs> that does not make it on there. Uh, <laughs> it ain't hard to tell. Another record that is... Memory Lane, that's my favorite Nas record of all time. 
I have a bias with that, so that is an unbeatable to me. But that is one, two... Oh, one love with Q-Tip? Come on, fam. What are we talking about? I don't know, man. What are we talking my about? Sto- my brain stopped working for a minute. Shout out that. It's But that's what we're going to get. If Hove battles... Nah, it's, we're not going to get Hove and Nas. I don't think so. going to stand up to him. Well, yeah, I, th- I think, okay. But then it's like, am I allowed to play Ether? Yes, you are. I would not play that. I would. I wouldn't want to see that room if Nas played that record. Yo, what if it just comes up on the shuffle? <laughs> I would not want to see that room if Nas plays that record. These are two men that are in two different headspaces, completely, and I do not want to see that room when I play that. Didn't Jay Z tell a story about one time he was in a car and the driver played Ether? Mistakenly, yes. Yeah, I know. I know. I know what story you're alluding to. Yes. That's fucking jokes. I think he fired that nigga. I mean. <laughs> Probably a worthwhile moment. Um, oh, I also had a little uh, clips on my on my notes with Swiss and I'm mean not Swiss, but with Snoop and uh, and DMX. Towards the end, I uh, I just wrote like little you know uh, cliff notes, I guess. Uh, I just wanted to say personally, fuck you, Snoop Dogg, for scaring me so much when he had that movie Bones. I know you have never seen that movie. I've never seen Bones. But Bones is a movie where Snoop Dogg plays like a killer dog. And that movie used to fucking terrify me when I was a kid. Um, and then, two, I would not mind a collab album with Snoop and X. That'd be so aggressively calming. Like, I would meditate to that when I'm angry. I lo- I'd love to hear that. I'd love to hear what, what can be made with Dr. Dre, Swiss, Snoop, and DMX. That's a super group right there, champion. Call it a dog show. Dog Ooh, show. Get this guy the fuck out of here. I like, I like, I don't know who said that, but I liked when they said the dog show. I, that shit was a good, that was a good title to this fucking versus to me. If this was, if versus was a podcast, I'd put the dog show on it. So we have two new J. Cole records. Two new Cole records. We have, uh, his, I haven't heard either of them. <laughs> I've heard them. Uh, he has, this is his, uh, continuation of this Young Simba, uh, records. Um, it was, uh, the Climb Back and Lion King on Ice. The Climb Back is the better song to me. I love that record. That record is super dope to me. Lion King on Ice is a little too singy cold for me, but I still like that record too. Uh, you didn't listen to it because we all know that AB Dash hates J. Cole. Nah. Um, but The Climb Back to me is a really good record. Look at this. All I did was see people's reaction to Lions about um, how he flipped the eye out, like an exclamation point. I, I, yeah. Like yeah. Um, I like, all right. But the, but those records were good records. Uh, if that what if that's what his album is gonna sound like, I'm gonna like it a lot more than the last album. Cause the single sound like his album. The cause the the call the call on the climb back is what I like. That's the call I like to hear. I like to hear the come up, uh, Friday Night Lights. Um, Did you like the beats on this shit? I heard the beats were good. Oh uh, yeah, I like the climb back beat a lot. That beat was actually really you, good. I'm gonna listen to them. I will. I like, I like, I like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, uh, we did it last week of who would you listen to first if Cole, Kendrick, and Drake dropped. And I picked Cole first because I like a lot of Cole records. Uh, Kendrick, I I love Kendrick. I think I picked Cole fourth out of three, which is crazy. That's going to come to bite you in your ass when we talk about this next topic. Drake dropped two music, two, uh, two records. I haven't heard this shit either. You've heard that. You've heard this record. 
No, bro. All I heard is that um, I got translated what he said in like uh, Arabic or whatever. <laughs> it's just jokes. Look, I'm telling you right now, those Drake and Khaled records, some of the worst music I've ever heard in my life. Yo, which one was that? The Heady Freestyle? Okay, the Heady... One of them? The, no, no, the Heady... Did you listen to it? The Heady Freestyle is the only one I listened to. I did not hear the Khaled records. So you listened to the bar where he was like, they trying to send young boys to, to come get at me. Don't make me have to go to high school. Yes. <laughs> Terrible bar. Like, why would that you ever so say horrible. that? That shit was... Also, bro. the accent is appalling, too. Okay, so if that accent is appalling to you... When you listen to Grease, I think it was the record that he had with Khaled. I think that was the yeah, name of the... one of them. Dude, that record. Oh, my God. You just got to be in Grease to understand I, I can't talk about those type of records knowing what type of Drake that I grew up on listening to. Because those two records were terrible, bro. Is that Drake? Yes. I don't like this at all. You know what he was doing there? That's the best iteration of the weekend there. Yeah, that's that's the weekend impression, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, I thought I, it was like if the weekend and Playboy Cardi got together. That's exactly what it is, to be honest. Um. Yeah, that there, record there was, was another song with Khaled, though, right? So no, it was, it was it was two records. Uh, oh, they were both bad. Star. Yeah, they were both bad. Yeah, the heady freestyle was the best one, and that one's bad. Dude, that heady freestyle was fucking horrible, nigga. <laughs> but but that's the thing with me. I, like I like I've said, we we I even had this conversation in a group chat that loves Drake, and they were like, "Yeah, I think it's somebody new that has to come and take over." What is this? It's the ad for the heady freestyle. Take the ad off, nigga. They ain't paying us. <laughs> Wait till the song comes on. That high school bar was like, why did you even say that? Yes. Again and again. Again and again. Yo, chose my jam this you for a chain and give it to a sweet one called at Maya Jama. Giving up gifts like Santa, sipping on Santa. I used to do lean and what? You used to do lean and what? That's bad. Bro, used to drink Santa, now they call me Santa? Nah, I used to give gifts like Santa, now I drink Santa. Santa. <laughs> and then he follows the bar later on saying, man sending niggas to come get at me, make me go to high school. Mm. Nigga. <laughs> this, 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 like, we man, have... Now flip out, damn out. We have been... Out. We ha- I understand Come that out. we have been very critical of Drake lately, but it's for a reason. I'm not critical for no reason. If you put out good music, then I will say the music is good. I love Drake. I fuck Yo, with is, his music. Is it important for you that your shorty has a pleasant demeanor? 
What's up with you asking me these questions, nigga? <laughs> nah, does that matter to you that she has a pleasant demeanor? You know what matters to me? New Pop Smoke Deluxe album out. 15 new records. Yo, um, 15 new records is a crazy deluxe. This is a brand new album. 100% is a brand new album. I haven't, I haven't heard it. Me, I haven't heard it either. We'll have to talk about it next, next week when we get in here. Uh... New Mac Miller album coming soon. I figured you knew about more about this than I did. I just saw it when I was looking for topics. I look. All I know about that is like he has so much music, mm-hmm. and I don't know what's going on. Warner says they want to celebrate him, mm-hmm. so they're asking fans to send in voicemails, and they're gonna like use that as part of the album. Yeah, I'm. I'm assuming that would be like some ads. I mean, some skits. Yeah. Uh, I just, just know based off, like, the sheer amount of, like, music he has that's almost finished. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much shit has been leaking. He could definitely put out another project. I wasn't a fan of, like, the last one, truthfully. Yeah. But, you know, I'm down for some new Mac. It's just weird that, like, the record label's doing this and not, like, his family. But, I think his family like, is behind it. I think the record label's yeah. just getting the claim for it. I think it's because they just own the music. They is. They just own it. That's all it is. Um. Well, I don't know if they do because Mac was indie... Vibe too. I don't know. Like maybe I guess one owns a lot of this shit now. But I, I, if I from what I remember, a lot of Mac Miller shit was kind of indie shit. From what I remember, I think. Yeah, I don't know if like I'm. The, he had like the highest selling independent album was like his debut and shit. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure he signed later on. Okay. I don't think he stayed independent forever. Um, something that like stuck out to me. Ooh, on the toaster oven. <laughs> Yo, what's in the toaster oven? <laughs> Oh, someone's heating up a pancake. In the toaster oven? That's my question exactly. Oh, my God. That's another topic for another day. Um, Look, it's, just, it's not me. I just, it's my household. I can't control it. Her, her and Xavier have the same palate. Uh, this, was, this was really telling to me. I sent you this when I woke up. Okay, I woke up to this email. You, you sent me this, and I thought it was like a virus. Exactly. <laughs> so I woke up, and I saw... I was looking for an email. Um, so I saw that Supreme had a random sale, right? And I was like, Supreme having a sale? What the fuck? So then I saw that it was from... Le- yeah, that's what I'm saying. I saw that it was legitimately from Supreme, so I clicked on it. Everything they had on there was trash. But like I told you, this is very telling to me, like... I don't know if it's from Corona or, or it's because you had so much shit left over this year because a lot of people didn't want to buy anything. I think it's definitely a mixture of um, Both? the virus. Yeah. And also, they are they are part owned. They have a huge investment in them to recoup some of that shit. Mm-hmm. And the sale was like, a sale goes against like what the brand has done for like, 30 years now. Right? 1,000%. But they have to return on the investment. You t- you they take to sell some of this shit. You took it in the same light that I took it is a lot of people may not know. Like, a lot of people who, who uh, wear Supreme may not know that it's half-owned by the company that you said, it, like, in the beginning. I'll give you the credit. You said in the beginning, I think that this is a bad move because I've seen, I've seen that same company fuck up other brands. Word. It's the, it's the Carlisle group. And I think that they're on the trajectory of fucking up the brand with, I've already said, with the quantities of that they're putting out, with the amount of stores that they, they, they're, like, projected mm-hmm. to open, um, and then, like, it loses its allure. You can't take a brand that is a hype brand and lose the hype of it and then put out the same products. I think they definitely overshot the quantity numbers because there's no reason why stuff should be in stock. 
Like no reason. The whole this is this was what me I remember when we had this conversation and you were, and you said that shit about the Carlisle group, right? The so the thing that I said, as long as they keep things how they are, I don't think they, it messes it up. The thing that you have to understand is when Supreme makes the goofy, funny, but dope accessory, like nunchucks, yep. you can't make 100,000 nunchucks. No, you cannot. That's not going to work. Because nobody's going to want to buy it. Yeah, you can't make 250,000 uh, bubble jackets in June. The allure of that brand was the same shit that we said that, that we like the little intricate shit about like Chanel when they make surfboards or uh, right. footballs and shit like that. The reason why people buy those is because they only make the, the surfboard or the surfboard of Chanel, they'll make like three of those. And that's it. 20 racks each. That's it. Nigga, you can't make 40,000 nunchucks. <laughs> and think niggas is going to cop for $90. Fact. Because a huge part of it is for the resale. Yeah. If if you eliminate the possibility of making a dollar. Exactly. That's a, that's a large part of the consumer base. And exactly. if you eliminate the amount of people who aren't attracted to something that's easily accessible. Yeah. That's another part of your family. That's the, that's the point of. Alienating. Yeah. That's the point of. I guess kind of being out of touch in the sense where it's just like even luxury brands know if they made a lot of those bags, they wouldn't buy those shits. Mm-hmm. Like they only make a certain amount of Rolexes. You've my point is you already cornered yourself to be in that market. You cannot now come and be a wholesaler's market where like you like Zara or Gap or anything like that. You and can't the thing do that. Is when luxury brands do um, make too much. They don't go on sale. They just burn that shit. Exactly. So either you're going to start burning shit. You will will (laughs) never know if one of these luxury brands didn't sell out. 100%. Never. And it happens way more often than you think. Like we said it on here. I think like last year when Burberry burned like $80 million worth of merchandise. And and Louis Vuitton burns probably like, I think think they had an estimate of like 5 to $20 million worth of merchandise every year. And that and like, that's what. Take, the, say what say? take this into consideration too. Fucking Aeropostale burns their clothes. Exactly, and nobody buys that shit. It's facts. Just because they don't want to see like um, underprivileged people and homeless people wearing their clothes, like they're like, "Yo, do not donate that shit. Burn it." Give Ex- it exactly. That's my that's my point. Now, I don't agree with any brand burning products. I agree with with you, not with the. Oh, I was about to say. Clear. Yeah, I don't agree with any of that, but. Know your market. You you are trying to kill the reseller because you think that you have more um, buyers or more customers than you think. I would say a good thirty to forty percent of people who buy Supreme do not wear that. Facts. They're so, just looking to get a buck on it. Yeah, you have to know your market, and the other. 70, 60% of people will flip it if it's a good price. Yep. But they'd wear it. One fish feeds two people. You know, you put one jacket up, I buy it, I resell it. That's two. That's it. So Simple. That's two like, people that are into Supreme. Like, do, do what Nike and Adidas and Puma or whoever did when StockX popped up. Nike and all them niggas started to buy shares of these people's company. A.K.Y. Foot Locker owns GOAT. Haven't heard about GOAT in a minute. GOAT is actually 
the go-to, but StockX just has the more acclaim, to be honest. Like the more notability? Yeah, because GOAT actually has way better pricing than StockX does, and they have less error of getting some fake shit than StockX does. Shout out GOAT. But, but also, don't shut out GOAT, because I need that check. That's a fact. Um, and just know that all this that I'm saying will change if StockX gives me the bag. Um, <laughs> all, everything is subject to change. Pen, pondering, um, a check. That's it. Yo, I, I get a check from the Carlisle Group tomorrow, and I'll say, yo, <laughs> Supreme is the best brand on the planet. 1,000. Every brand on the, on, under their umbrella is the greatest. Um, but that's why I always tell people, be hesitant of, you know, signing shit over. Like, people, like, in whatever creative world that you're in, as far as you designing or making music or painting, once the corporate world is brought into it, some part of it is not going to be there. So you you choose what you want to or you just make your own shit. It's going to take a, lot of, a longer route, but it's going to work. Ste- fucking Stephen Donahue, 53 years old, who's lived his whole life in the hands and does not know about Supreme. So. <laughs> um, I saw this article that was pretty interesting to me where it was like Gucci Mix's non-binary gender fluid collection. Um, I don't know if I'm wrong in saying this. Uh, I thought that fashion has always been that. It always has been. Women have always been able to wear everything. Well, not, not always, because there was a time where, like, you know, they weren't allowed. You know, in, I'm saying in our time. In our time, like, women especially have been allowed to experiment. But, with but not even not even women. If you look at people in the fashion world, niggas been wearing skirts. Facts. Everything has been unisex crop tops. Yeah, niggas been wearing squirts. I mean, skirts. Skirts. Yeah. Uh, They they squirting. Niggas have been wearing skirts, blouses, pearls. Like niggas been wearing all type of shit. To me, I think like I don't know. Like maybe that was just you know since you know there's this uh gender like also this thing going on. this, This um phrasing is like. It's definitely like um, over politically correct because when you say non-binary gender fluid collection, it means the same unisex. shit. You're, it's unisex. It means the same shit anyway. Still, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but but the thing is with me is just like those are catch words that you know people will click on and be like, oh, they're doing dope shit. Or be angry about. <laughs> or be angry about whatever side that you lay on. Um, then then we got on whether or not you have a boy pussy. <laughs> God, this nigga. Hold on, let me see where that was at. Um. Okay, so then we got this shit. Um. The Steve, the Stevie Williams, DGK, and Virgil collab. N- not necessarily did I like enjoy this deck so much because they only made a hundred decks of this camo, but I did like uh, the way that they did the camo on here. I like that these two are collabing because both of these people were very monumental in the switch of how their pers- their world was viewed in. I think I'm happy for anything that gives DGK success. That's what I'm saying. Like, DGK, a lot of people may not know, but that was a very prominent yeah. streetwear brand before all this shit was popping. DGK was 
Like, I used to want to buy DGK shit, but I, I couldn't afford that shit. I think DGK gave a lot of, like, black and brown kids, like... Hope. The optic, hope and the optics to be like, oh, okay, this shit is for me. There's other yeah, people I can do this. older than me that's do this shit. Niggas who like, don't it's, know. It's okay for me to like this shit. Niggas who don't know. If I'm not mistaken, Stevie Williams moved from Philly to San Francisco to street skate and was, was couch surfing for years upon years upon years. And now he has all of this shit. Like... I think that that's a success story that a lot of people don't talk about. I would love to have Stevie Williams on this podcast. Definitely a super admirable. I think um, back when, like, he uh, tried to get the bag and was, like, in malls heavy. Yeah. I guess, like, the perception of, like, what DJK was to, like, the mm-hmm. people being introduced to it, it was like, oh, it's just, like, another fucking mall brand. Like, yeah, oh, like, it, the optic is horribly wrong. To, to them, it's it's Pink Dolphin. Right, but that it couldn't be farther from the truth. Yeah, DGK to me was something way bigger than that. I think the name in itself is just like, like that shit is monumental in itself. So I do like sure, that like, Virgil's going back to fuck with Stevie Stevie Williams yeah. on that, on that type of shit. I, I think this is good looks for everybody. I hope Stevie I hope Stevie Williams and DGK do the same shit that Sissy did, did now. Like where they're dropping the collection now and it's becoming more prominent than it was now. Because now if you make the clothes streetwear is now the Aware of the time, yeah. So you'd make a I, lot more money. I think if they keep it OG and add a little more maturity into whatever product yeah. they do, I can see that for sure. Add a little bit more minimalism to it. Add some, add some uh, updated colors, but keep that shit the the skate shit that it was back then. Keep the keep everything about it how it is, and I think that that can be very prominent as much as Stussy is right now. Yo, saying adding minimalism is crazy. <laughs> I know it sounds redundant, but you know what I mean. Yeah, don't yeah, don't yeah. start to just make a whole bunch of graphic T-shirts. Then yeah, like then then it won't work. And not and not in this time. I don't think it would work a lot more. You know. Um. Then we have the uh, one of the fashion shows I've seen recently, which is uh, yo, how do you pronounce this nigga's name? I always pronounce his name wrong. Ja- I don't know, Jackie Miss. I'm always gonna fuck it up too. I always fuck it up, but. I put this in here specifically to say no one beats his aesthetic of the runway better. Than, he does it the best to me always. Last year, if you don't know, he they 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 went into a uh, was it a lavender? I forgot what it flowers was, they it were. Was something it was something similar. It was a flower field with a path through it. And yeah, then, um, this shit is phenomenal. Like. I think he gets his point across the most, and I, I actually like some of his shit. Like, uh, uh, like you know, you don't. You don't really see a lot of niggas rocking and shit like that, really. But I like his shit, though. Yeah. To be honest, I think it's a uh, like most brands female prominent. Like it is female prominent because I do I do like a lot of these shits. Like I would put Shorty in one of these, one hundred percent. I would put Shorty in Slide, uh, twenty twenty three, twenty five. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta see how you adjust the front. Twenty, okay. I'm with you. Thirty one. 23, I'm with you. I'm not with you on 25. 33. I'm not with you on 31. I'm with you on 33, but she has to be tall. 40. Well, I only date tall women. Um, well, that's facts. I mean, you are 6'8". So. I am not 6'8". I just enjoy the, I enjoy the likes of tall women. But, like, yeah, they, they, they have a lot of... <laughs> what is it that you enjoy? <laughs> what do you mean? Nah, I'm just saying the phrasing is... I like long legs, nigga. Um, 
Yeah, but I think the nobody beats his runway shows. I think that Virgil and, and Kim Jones got close to it last year, but his show was by far the best aesthetically to me. I agree. And then we can get into... Uh, I, I figured that you'd like this topic. I just put this on here to you. I find it ironic that the most expensive Pokemon card that ever sold was a training card. Yeah, that's really weird to me. I don't know. Two hundred fifty grand. Does it say why? Does I didn't. I didn't get to read it. It must have been like you know, like a misprint one or something. I guess I don't know. No, it just says extremely rare. It says, uh, and it's in really good condition. By the way, did you do the the back of that Pokemon card like that? Huh? You, if you go to the picture, do you see the you do you see the back of it? How it is? I've never seen one like that. I had a whole bunch like that. I love that design more than any. They should put that on a shirt. Pocket monsters. I love that shit. There's only ten of these. There's only ten of these still around. Yeah, I don't think I. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I sold my shit a while ago and I got a fucking grip from it from some nigga in Japan. So. Um, Shout out the Japanese people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my nigga. I know yes. that you've been watching the Sopranos. We'll get to it. But relax. Nah, I, I don't want to talk of Sopranos, but um, because you don't want to talk about the Sopranos after you ruined every person's viewpoint on Soprano in the fucking in the WhatsApp group. What does that have to do with my perception of the Sopranos? No, no, not your perception of the Sopranos. You spoiled it all for everybody. No, I didn't. I changed the names. You did not change the names. Those are the exact people that got killed. <laughs> Whatever, man. Um, whether you watched it or not, so fuck out of here. Oh yeah, yeah. That that's that's a valuable reason, right? Um, DSM uh, releases twenty seven COVID relief shirts with different brands. I thought this, this shit was a dope. Hard idea. The shirts are pretty mid. Now you wild that Nike DSM one. I want that shit, and it's so it's sold out. Well, I didn't really go through all of them to be honest. But I will. If whoever has that, DM. Talk Instagram or Talk I uh t- Twitter, I will buy that shirt from you for resale. I love that shirt. The the Bianca Shandon one I like. Where it's just the planet. I like the Sakai one too. Which one's the Sakai one? Uh if you click on it, if you click on the actual link, it'll, it'll show you every like what brand is is whose. But I think that they always do dope shit like this. I like when DSM does shit like yeah. this. Um Yo, the off white one is crazy lazy. <laughs> Surprising. Um, surprising. It's $300? It's $305 for the off The DSM one's 50 beans. I thought these were going to be affordable ones. No, they're all based on, like, relative to, like... The brand? Brand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw this, uh... They're saying that, uh, 130 museums may may permanently be closed. I do not like that at all. Uh, museums are my bag all day. I would go to any... I will go to other museums all day, every day, if I could. Um... Are you still looking through the DSM shit? Yeah, I am. I'm sorry, my brain's fried. Because I'm sure you would have something to say about that. About what? The, uh, they're saying that 130 museums are going to be closed uh, permanently. I mean, they make zero money. 100%. Even when, yeah. op- even when they're open. So I can see this happening. I think the major ones are going to be open. It's a it's a sad fucking shame for like the Museum of Newspaper History or like the Museum of fucking Paint. But, oh yeah, like museums like that. Yeah, I understand. But museums are my bag. I love museums, even even if they're small museums. I yeah, I, I enjoy them a lot. Museum of yarn. It's quiet for you. But like, yeah, if you have like that type of museum, I'm talking about like real real museums, nigga. Like the good ones that we go to. You know, um, I find it odd that IKEA Japan is putting out clothes. Nah, I don't find it odd at all. 
Did you hear me? Especially because um after Virgil they went crazy. No, with the like when people were customizing bags and shit. Oh yeah, we did talk about the niggas. The, you know, our kid was gonna put that out one hundred percent. Um, you can do just like half of these companies do, where they have their actual luxury uh shopping bag, but as a leather purse. They have those they all the, the time. Ikea, um, they got the IKEA umbrella, you know. Shout out, get your get your money, bro. Um, and then we'll end this off. Uh, you said you don't want to talk shows. You don't want to talk Sopranos. I mean, have you seen something new? Uh, yeah, Ballers. You like Ballers? Where can I watch Ballers? Ballers, you can watch HBO Max as well. Ballers is. I don't know if you ever I seen know. Entourage. Nah, that's probably what I'm gonna watch. Next, after refusing to watch it for a long time, they're fun shows. That's what that's what it is. It's like uh, luxurious lifestyle. Uh, Entourage is LA, uh, Ballers is Miami. Entourage is about uh, actors. Um, Ballers is uh, sports, and The Rock is the main character. But it's actually pretty good, though. I actually like that show. I'm getting to the point, of Sopranos, where I wish <laughs> most of the main characters would die. Hey, you said I'm Tony in the first week. I'm like, hey, do you want to say that? Yeah, you were right. It was like, yo, I, I, about season two, I'm like, yo, I don't want to be Tony. <laughs> exactly. That's why I told. That's why I told you, and I said it in our group chat. People who tell me that they are Tony and have watched the show, it's a sign of who, how you picture yourself. They have bad character judgment. That's why I relate to Bobby Bacala. You're gonna be. And, all right, I'll just let you get to where you get to. No, um, I already know I'm gonna be disappointed, but he's he's getting like played by Janice. But we shall see where that goes. Okay, now we'll end this off here with the topic that we originally were gonna. I have a few um uh here actually. I didn't even notice that I had this on here. Um, this will be some quick ones. Uh, I was watching a show with Stevenson, and it was basically this. You know, one of the classic. I think this was where they got. It's a it's like a fifty show. I forgot what it's called, but it's. It's where they got that concept of, you know, the Nightmare Before Christmas, I think it's what it is, or Christmas Nightmare, something like that, where the guy says that he wishes he wasn't born, and then they take him through, I think that's the Ghost of Christmas. The Ghost, that's, uh, I know what you're talking about, the Ghost of Christmas. Yeah, I think that that's where they they got this concept from, from this show, because this show's really old, and the guy basically says that he, that he, like... Misses being young or whatever, so you know he gets to go see himself back in the future as as his uh as a youth, but they can see him as well. And my question was, do you think if you got hurt in the past time as you now, would it hurt you? If I got hurt as me in the past, okay. Time, would it if hurt young me? Andrew got hurt and you were there to see yourself get hurt, because you got to go back in time, would that hurt you? No, it depends on the injury. Like if he like stubs his toe, I yeah, well you feel it. I would no, I would have healed from that. Okay, in the show, yo Lola, shut up. <laughs> Jesus Christ, yo, you're not supposed to yell at dogs when you, we had the dog show last night. Um, <laughs> had the dog show. Yo, what's crazy is is that she never listens to me when I tell her to shut up, but she did this time. Uh, in the show, the kid fell and the guy felt it. Nah, I don't believe that. That's bad writing. Well, it, it was the fifties. It, it, it's old. They don't understand the spice, the space time continuum. Um, I was gonna say spice continuum. Okay, I'll save this topic. I'll save this topic for later because this is a topic that uh, is a lot longer, and we've been on for. I think this is gonna be a three-hour pod, to be honest. Um, 
Uh, okay, I was listening to a podcast because Meadow and uh, what's the nigga's name? What's his little brother's name? I for, I keep forgetting. Anthony. Anthony. Yeah. Uh, they have a podcast now. Um, together. Yeah, they have a podcast together. That's crazy. Real. What's what's Meadow's real name? Meadow's real name is Jamie Lee Singer, I think. Jamie Lee Singer. Jamie Lee Cruitz? No, no, no. Jamie Lee Thurston. No. I'm just going to look up Meadow from Sopranos. Yeah, I, her, I know her name is Jamie, 100%. Her name is Jamie, Li, Jamie Lynn Sigler. Lynn Sigler. Okay, all right. Um, So they have a podcast, and they're on one of the podcasts that I like to watch. It's called Your Mom's House with Thompson Girl. Um, and they were explaining the Sopranos, like, they were just explaining, you know, maybe shit that people didn't know. These motherfuckers said that every time they ate, they really ate the food. And Anthony was saying that... That's crazy. Okay. I never would have thought that for TV. I thought they always spat it out. Yeah. They said that some of those scenes at the dinner table that you saw... We're shot at night, yeah, but at four in the morning when they had to wake up. So if they ate Chinese food in that scene, they ate Chinese food at four in the morning. On the wake up, nigga. You eating soy sauce and duck sauce on the wake up. <laughs> Yo, no wonder everyone was getting fat in the show. Well, that's what that's what the guy said too, because Thompson Girl uh is a comedian, so he was like, I mean, no wonder niggas came back forty pounds heavier every season. Um that's facts. Yo, it's no. crazy. Um, watching on um, Sopranos now, where Meadow, yeah, is like twenty years old. Mm-hmm. And just looking at uh, her Instagram now, where she's like forty and has children, and she looks the same. Yeah, well, yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> she's just a little. She's a little older, but she doesn't really age like that. She, oh. she, she just lost like the baby fat in the cheeks. <laughs> she actually talks about that time where she was going through puberty, and she was, she you know, like Meadow. I don't know if you're at the the time where metal is around like the little heavier uh metal. Yeah, I am. And she was talking about that and stuff like that. Um uh another thing with the Sopranos Oh, if you've heard them say Gabagool like a million times on that show, yeah, right? Yeah, I love saying Gabagool. Okay. Gabagool is actually uh Capicola, which is just another piece of ham, like a yeah. prosciutto. Shout out Capicola. I'm not eating that shit, but it's fun to say. I would never eat that shit. And, uh, okay, now we're in this way here. Okay, Upscale Bando, I don't know if every, if who knows uh, Upscale Bando, but he's very prominent. He had, uh, he was a designer. He had his own clothing line called Ignore. He used to be a uh, intern at BBC um, at the same time where Cynthia, the person who is the creator of Cactus Plant, was there at that time as well. Uh, he also was one of the people that designed one of the hats for Pete, like the hat hat that everybody's Pete going hat. crazy. Yeah. Um, me and him randomly have talks about food. Uh, and yesterday he tweeted that... All right, I'll read the verbatim tweet. I don't want to talk out of term for niggas. Um, let me see if I can find it. It's on Thelot Talk shit. Uh, God damn, why do we say so much shit in this group chat? All right. uh, basically, he said, he said that Colombian food is, like, top, right? Yeah, he said that uh, he doesn't think that any food beats Colombian food. And I think that he meant Spanish as far as Hispanic food, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so his, what he actually said was, ain't no food like Colombian food, challenge me. 
I responded with Dominican food. He responded with, I love Dominicans and Dominican food, but to keep it a buck, I eat way more Dominican food than I eat when I do Colombian food because of the accessibility. However, y'all make six dishes total. Laugh out loud. It's not fucking with Colombian food. That's crazy. Your retort to that is what? Let's say this. Bring up your best six fucking dishes and we win anyways. And I will tell you why I brought this to AB Dash. It's because AB Dash is both. He is Colombian and Dominican. I don't think there's a person that's more qualified to speak on this. (laughs) You want to put my fucking social security number out there too? Damn. (laughs) Niggas can't know who you are. (laughs) My father's middle name is Julio. Alright, relax, relax, relax. (laughs) Knowing your dad that's some of his fucking passwords or something. Um... So you what you were saying what? I like Dominican food more. It's I grew up eating it more. I think that he says that Colombian Colombian food has more variety than Dominican food does. Colombian food is really um, protein heavy. I think Dominican food is too though. We're like starch mad, heavy. Starch heavy. Mad fish. Mad depending on where you are in Colombia. Mad fish. It uh, it man, but but this is this is where I get to it like this too. DR is the same way. The closer that you live to the beach, there is more yeah. seafood. Well, that's just fucking life. Yeah, know? it's just life. That's what it is. That's what I'm saying. Um, my point to him is I responded with laugh out loud. Nah, six dishes. That's that we have OD variety. And I was like, but if you want to get into the conversation of Colombians baking and pastry skills, it's unbeatable. That's fine. They um Colombians invented bread. A lot of people don't know that. It's on. Unbe- I don't know if that's true. You be joking or you being serious? It's, I'm joking. Oh, I was about to say, I don't know who invented bread, so I wouldn't know. Um, I would give that to like the Dutch or something. I don't know. Some of our pastries are just literally called um bread from the so-and-so city. Like Pan de Bono. Yeah. It's, it's, Bono's a, really, a real city in Colombia. It's like literally I, just bread. From hey, some, you learn shit every day because uh, I, I eat Pan de Bono pretty frequently. I did not know that. But yeah, like I said, I don't think if we're, if, we're, if we're speaking strictly Hispanic food, or I don't think that uh, any Hispanic culture has more, or country has more skills in baking and pastries than Colombians, to be honest. I'll take that gladly. Shout out to Peruvians, though. They be chefs. Okay, okay. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. So then somebody responded, and they gave, like, 14 different varieties, because they were like, shit, mango. He was like, uh, Sancocho, Yaora, Chimichurri. He was like, he said a whole bunch of shit. Chicharrones, a whole bunch of shit. Mofongo, all that shit, right? Damn, can't wait for them to get in their anti-Dominican bag and just say, that's actually not Dominican. This place and this place and this place does it too. Okay, if you want to get into that conversation, everyone does everything the same in those in those places. You can't say that there's like six dishes only. That's That that was my point. Because everyone, every, everyone does the similar shit. So you can't say that everyone has... Or that you only have six options. Because you can do... Just just off of that, you can do probability shit. You know, like where they said, like, how much colors can these colors make? It's the same shit as how much dishes can I make with rice? How much colors can these colors make, though? <laughs> that's, like, that's the thing. So, okay, with Hispanic food, you guys go to Peruvian food, right? Why? Because somebody brought that up, too. And that's the same thing that was said in the group chat by Ovio Omar and the doctor. So... I don't. I don't know. I think it's just a meme. I've only had uh, Peruvian food maybe once or twice. I mean, I've only had Peruvian food good. once. 
It was good, but it's not like my favorite. Yeah, they uh, they speak of that highly, like as F is is like the best Hispanic food. Yo, I will say though, and I think it's because of the unfortunateness of like the situation and their history and like what they have available. But yeah, I think you're gonna get to the same thing I was gonna say. Huh? Cuban food is disgusting. Hey, I'll leave that. There. I'll leave that there. I think that is very bottom tier. <laughs> very bottom tier. Okay, now I think I think we've had this conversation here before. In general, who has the best food? I like Mediterranean food a lot. Mediterranean slash Italian food is amazing. What about Asian though? Uh, I have look what we've what I've personally experienced of Asian food. I know I've just scratched the surface. You know, well, that's what I'm saying. Shit that's available. Yeah. But what they really eat out there day to day, I will not claim as delicious because I haven't. No, 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 I wouldn't even, to be honest. I think, to be honest, if we're going to break it down and just, you know, like, uh, what, what, what's those shits where they ask you, like, what are you, Asian, Pacific, you know, like, what is that? Yeah. What is that called? So fucking racist. <laughs> it's not, you know what I mean, Whatever. however they try to categorize everyone, you know? The ethnic shit. Yeah, the ethnic, the, the ethnicity shit, right? I think Hispanics win that hands down. We do be chefing. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think they win that hands down. Hispanic food, you you would give it to Peruvian food out of everyone? No, I don't know who would I would give it to. Peruvian is just like the easy joke. It's a it's a funny meme to me. It's a joke. I get you say that as a meme, but I've anybody who I've asked has said Peruvian food. I don't know, man. And I'm like, I've had Peruvian food Peruvian. once. It was good, but maybe there's something I'm missing, like. You gotta eat the guinea pig. That's what it is. Uh, do they? Did I see guinea pigs, nigga? Yeah. Oh, that's gross. Um, you can't say it's gross. You can't say it's gross. <laughs> hey, I can have my palate of taste all I want. <laughs> guinea pig to to Americans is a fucking uh pet, nigga. I know mad girls that haven't been guinea pigs when I was young. <laughs> Yo, to an Italian, if you say the word guinea pig, you probably they probably think they're offended. <laughs> you know what's funny? I was waiting for you to get to the racist parts of The Sopranos. I... Because it gets really between, racist. Yeah, I struggle between, like, laughing because, like, it's just, like... um So overtly racist? So, so overtly racist to, like, being, like, not uncomfortable, but, like, being, like, yo, was, like, this okay? <laughs> That's my point. It was, like, this show, bar none, is the best show to me of all time. But around them seasons, I was, like, I don't know if I'm going to keep watching this shit. <laughs> Especially when Metal got her boyfriend when she went to NYU. I was like, oh, I don't know if this is what I really want to watch. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if this is what I want to watch. But I think we'll end that here. Uh, that's all the topics that we had. Um, I say some topics for next week. Nice bowl of cereal. Good night. Oh, it is almost seven thirty. Cinnamon yeah, toast crunch. What we eat? What we eat? Hold on, you got to tell people what we eating today. We doing honey nut Cheerios tonight. Honey nut Cheerios and elite cereal, bro. I might chop up a banana in there. Who knows? Never have done it. Uh, Thought Talk Season 10, Episode 8, The Dog Show. <laughs> this fucking guy. Yeah, nigga. He's a dead motherfucker now. As I look up at the sky, my mind starts dripping. A tear drops my eye. My body temperature falls. I'm shaking and they breaking. Trying to save the dough. Pumping on my chest and I'm screaming. I stop breathing, damn, I see demons 
dear God, I wonder can you save me? I can't die, my boo-boo's about to have my baby. I think it's too late for praying. Hold up, her voice spoke to me and it slowly started saying, Bring your lifestyle to me, I make it better. How long will I live? Eternal life better forever. How will I be the G that I want? I'll make your life better than you can imagine or even dream of. So relax your soul, let me take control. Close your eyes, my son. My eyes are closed. Slippers, I'm falling. I can't get up. Hey yo, I'm slipping. I'm falling. I got to get up. 